Well, look who decided to show. How you doing, sleepyhead? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. God you, damn it. You were asleep when I sent you that text saying, do you have an overnight tonight? You slept for like nine and a half hours, dude. I might have, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. I, I, I'm jealous of that. I don't care that you're doing <laughs> overnights. I never sleep that long when I work overnight. You've just been doing it long enough, huh? Yeah. How many weeks is this? Uh, second week. Uh, hopefully last. Actually, <clears throat> my problem is I, I like it too much. You like the overnight? Yeah. Like, I, I'm very nocturnal. Yeah. And so, but then it fucks with me. Adjust to being a day walker again. Yeah. <laughs> I was working overnights when I uh, was, like, half awake and had the idea that I should uh, buy a ring for one of my ex-wives. That's <laughs> <clears throat> actually more complex than that. I was having breakfast after getting off an overnight shift and uh-huh. the lady at the diner that I know or that I knew convinced me. Well, I was like, I wanted to get some jewelry for my girlfriend for Christmas and I don't know what to get her. And she's like, you should get her a ring then. I'm like, Oh yeah. Well, if I get her a ring, it better be that ring. She's like, yeah, you should. I'm like, okay. And then I went to the mall that day and bought a ring. <laughs> 24 what do you want i actually think i remember that story yeah i don't i don't don't think that's good for me to keep in the show (laughs) it's good to be fine no no it's not no no you're like no it's really not Uh, i mean so there's like multiple layer levels to that one i'm talking about an x two great decision making <laughs> this is half a lifetime ago. I'm a different person now. Yeah. Uh, you want to start a show, buddy? You awake or how you feeling? We are good to go. I got a couple of sounds to choose from. I got a lot of sounds to choose from to open the show. We have too many show opens that were sent in. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with this one that Thrash sent in. Yeah. I think I think this is just too much on brand for us because it fits with um fits with this. <laughs> Strap it on and take it. Um, here, so, number five. Yeah, it's all yeah. margarita themed. This is um, these guys are talking about uh, their favorite monuments. To uh, well, you'll see. These are the U.S. monuments we most want to get pegged at. I want to get pegged at the Washington Monument because it's tall and skinny like me, and I can't finish unless I'm thinking about myself. I want to get pegged at the Jefferson Memorial. It's short and thick, and chodes get no love. If you can't handle the girth. Get out of the kitchen. Kitchen. Get pegged at the Vietnam War Memorial because I hope it takes my partner a really long time to pull out. Oh, be an American house. Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. <laughs> All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. Welcome to the internet's only debate and current events show with your host dustin and alan two political nomads from two different worlds 
Shout out to Reverend Peyton's big damn band for the use of their song, Ways and Means, for intro music. Thank you for joining us. The time of this recording, it is Tuesday, uh, 7 2023 Get your free Slurpees, hey. It's a great day for America, Alan. <laughs> we are two coastal elites coming to you from the shores of the mighty Cumberland in Madison, Tennessee, all the way to the Pacific waters of El Cerrito, California. Here to recap another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal life. Please subscribe right now, wherever you listen to this. And remember, we don't have an advertising budget. Y'all are our ads. So uh, if you want to help us out, you can go to uh, fungiblenuntakens.com. People send me texts all the time. Well, where do I go to buy your shirts? I'm like, I say it at the beginning of every show. Do you skip the intro? Do you think people skip the intro? We do it fresh every time. Head on over to slickestdigital.com if you want to support the people that support the show. You can get a uh, Hunter Biden. I want Hunter Biden's attorney as uh, as your something like that. That's the catchphrase. That's what's on the shirt. <laughs> on the back, it's got a very stylish and untaken logo on it. And if you'd like to save ten percent, there's a there's a coupon, there's a coupon big guy ten ten percent off for the big guy. That's you, Alan. What is up? Hell yeah. What is <laughs> Some, up? Something about our friends, like it's digital. Something. Head for on over there for all your SEO marketing, marketing needs. needs. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly, yes. sir. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't know where it is. This new sheet, I don't know where anything is. Uh, oh. <laughs> exactly, sir. There you go. <laughs> there so I, I have not had all that much of a personal life because of work. Uh, boo. So, yeah, boo. That's no fun. Uh I'm I'm a dull boy this week. How about you? Uh, uh, you know what? That, that's fine. We got a lot of show to get to. We don't have to talk about okay. all this you know, paddleboarding okay. or whatever the fuck, getting tickets for life rafts and all that. <laughs> I got so I. You know how much I hate Nissan Altimas. How much do you? Well, hate? no, you know how I tell you all the time because every fucking time I get cut off, it's a Nissan Altima. I don't know what the fuck happened. It used to be. By the way, we played that clip at the beginning about pegging because I'm trying not to open up the show with a bunch of curse words. Now that we're past uh-huh. the intro, we can do. It. See, it's it's a, it's, a, it's it's an explicit topic, but the words are fine, you know. Right, um, right, right. So, uh, so it used to be BMW drivers. I don't know what happened. BMW drivers are fine now. It's it's Nissan Altima drivers. It's they're so trashy, and I get it because it's like. Actually, I don't get it because I don't know why it isn't uh, Corolla doing the same thing or yeah. like uh, uh, what's the Honda at that level? Like Accord? Or- yeah, it's an Accord. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. not like an Accord. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. But literally. So today I'm driving and there's a cop in the, the lane to the left of me and a car's mm-hmm. distance between me and him. But he's in the lane next to me. And the Nissan Altima comes speeding up and slams on their brakes, tailgate the cop, and then cuts me off and then passes the cop. Nothing fucking happens to him. Nothing at all. Why am I talking about this? I don't. This is my personal life. It's a strange phenomenon. I don't know what it is. You notice it too, right? I've noticed it as well. Listeners, I'm sure you're the good Altima driver. I'm sure. I'd like to think that we don't have Altima drivers as listeners. (laughs) Maybe it's not there. Maybe it's just your daily driver. I don't, it's unbelievable. Here's what I have in my personal life. We went to the dog park and there was a couple there without a dog. That was really fucking weird. That's the only thing I wrote down. That's, that is bizarre, I guess. A little bit weird. I don't think that that's okay. Maybe they they just like dogs. They don't have one. I think that's how people steal dogs. Is it is there a is there a dog theft thing? You know happening? what? I'm not going to go with that conspiracy. I'm going to go with a different conspiracy. Uh, okay. You ever notice that uh, dog parks are only open between or they're they're closed between dusk and dawn? Yeah, I guess. What do you think's going on there? 
<laughs> what do you think's going on? What do I think's going on there? I think that Dracula and his night slaves are using it for their meetup points. Oh, and they meet up at dog parks overnight. Oh, <laughs> damn it! That, that's what I was trying board. to. Atlanta was, was a false flag, flag operation. operation, and Abraham uh, Lincoln was, was a, a crisis actor. Center. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, only other personal note: I met a guy from Hans Condor, and I told him, uh, "Well, I would have complimented him, except I was complimenting his shirt." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm in the band." I'm like, "Well, I'm weird for wearing that." <laughs> Wait, I went up the... to a guy. I said, "That's a great Hans Condor shirt." I almost warned mine to die. Aren't they? Don't they kick ass? And he looked at me confused because he thought i knew he was in the band because i look so cool i guess i'm not sure and he's like no i'm okay. in the band and i'm like well what? you're not playing what tonight f- what right <laughs> you can't even wear yeah, the yeah you're not even supposed to wear you, the band shirt of the band you're going to see definitely not the band you're in yeah like, but alan not... would you wear an untaken t-shirt i have i got you there motherfucker <laughs> uh, all right let's get into these comedy clips thrash sent a few in this is one i'm playing uh, this is from dana gould and uh let me uh let me get this shared so you can see it what's my note kkk dana gould kkk i don't remember this clip at all ku klux klan flawed organization oh bold take <laughs> even from a design standpoint their weapon of choice Flaming torches. <laughs> Their uniforms, flowing billowy <laughs> fabric. <laughs> Did that ever come up <laughs> at an early meeting? We are gonna read this house of the Negro and the Jew, and we are gonna do it dressed up. Like scary ghosts. <laughs> the Ku Klux. Oh, there's more to that. Okay. Oh, close it. No, I'm not sharing anymore. He really dressed up for the occasion. Yeah. Wait. What? No, he didn't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he was wearing like a vest and a. Oh, okay. Well, Alan, in this context, you can imagine why I thought you meant something else. I'm like, no, he looked like a normal comedian. That's how comedians used to dress. I suppose. Really? Yeah. I feel I like guess it. So. Yeah. They used to, you know. Tom Papa Trust goes out in a occasion. suit. Remember Tom Papa? I Tom Papa. Uh, I do remember Tom Papa. He's not even old. I, I mean, well, he's old, but I, have you ever been? That, that's Tom Papa. What? Oh, that's a Tom, that's your Tom Papa yeah, yeah. impression. That's my Tom Papa. <laughs> have you ever been? Do <laughs> you know I make sourdough? Uh, okay. Um, who sent this in? Slickit sent this one in. It says, uh, never forget. I bet it's about 9-11. I don't think anybody's forgetting about 9-11. I think it's weird that we still have the never forget stuff going. It's not a lot, but you see it occasionally. And I, I don't think anybody's forgetting about 9-11. Like, I live in New York. I've been down to the like World Trade Center like memorial a bunch. Never ever have I seen somebody that's like, I swear to God. <laughs> there were two buildings like right here. What's everybody crying about? I don't think you, uh, you know. I think we need a sound effect for in between comedy clips. Listeners, if you have a suggestion, send them in to me. I'll put By it. By the way, that sheet. guy dressed appropriately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shorts and a hoodie. That's, oh my that's... god, shorts are terrible on stage. No, it makes me upset. <laughs> really? Have you? Do you know that's a thing? No, I don't know. Oh yeah, comics. At least like guys that put on shows complain about guys going up in shorts. In shorts. That's yeah. A thing? Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
all right. This is uh, oh T Bone sent this in. Here we go. Oh, told my buddy I was getting married, and he said, "No more blowjobs for you." It's like really, dude, really. Wow. Just because I'm getting married, you're not going to suck my dick anymore. That's, <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. I thought I thought we were boys, huh? No more, no more table time. Let's play tummy stick. I come over. We gotta actually watch the fucking game now. That's not. I don't want to do all that. That kind of this guy kind of looks like. Yeah, I told uh, my buddy I was getting married. And he said, "No." Wrong one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Thing. No more tickle time? No more tickle time? Let's play Tommy Sticks. Where? I don't know where things are in this board. Let's play Tummy Sticks. What's Tummy Sticks? I don't want to play Tummy Sticks. <laughs> uh, this next guy, this is... Did I share this one here? This is... Um, I call him Wish Tom Zagura. He's, um, he's funny, oh. but man, he looks just like Tom Segura. Uh, oh, Ted Alexandro. Uh, come on the show, Ted. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> Jokic won the... The finals. Of- uh, how do you say that guy's name? Nikola Jokic. Is that what he said? Jokic. Jokic. Okay, so he's the he's the like seven footer on the yeah. Denver Nuggets that uh, he, he like doesn't care that he won everything. He's like that's fine. That's Not what this all. joke's about. MVP. He's like this seven foot Serbian guy who doesn't really look by you know just by looking at him like he would win the MVP of the NBA final. <laughs> he's kind of you know lumbering seven foot, but he's amazing. When he won the MVP, they asked him, how does it feel to win the MVP and win the championship? He said, good. <laughs> and they said, well, aren't you like, excited? He's like, this is my job. You know, I have other interests. <laughs> Which I thought was refreshing. In American culture, if you win any kind of award, you're expected to like morph into a self-help guru and be like, you can achieve anything. Put your mind to it. I did it. You can do it too. Just put your nose to the grindstone. And he's like, look, I fucking hate my job, but somebody had to win. I just want to go back to Serbia and ride horses. That's what he wants to do. I really want to be a jockey. But I'm seven feet tall, so not everybody, not everybody gets what they want. There's your lesson. <laughs> kind of low energy sorry it's like can i end this at a place where it'll be funnier um but the i the, the thing that's really weird about that is that's not a joke he wants to do like chariot racing yeah uh, that's like his big thing is chariot racing right he's into he's into horses yeah <laughs> horses like the people up in uh your your uh your, your dad's neck of the woods and up in horse fuckistan oh <laughs> Like drab t-shirt? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's where your dad lives. <laughs> Ask your dad if he knows Mr. Hands. Oh, hey. No? Okay. Uh, let's get into our oh, segment. Uh, I, that guy died. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, did I think Mr. Hands is still alive. I think Mr. Hands was the person whose hands you see. Ah, got it. Because there was an assistant. Because you you need an assistant for that sort of thing. I think you do. I mean, (laughs) I mean. Well, I guess you don't because it's not like it helped him, right? Am I right? And in the end, it did not. In the end, wow. 
<laughs> Jesus, Alan. You know, this is great padding. Like, I know you're not doing that on purpose, but you gave me enough time to start presenting the next video. Uh, what's that lady, Kunk on Earth? That Kunk show? Oh, yeah. uh, she's so funny. Um, funny. Here she... I'm not going to spoil this one. I'm just going to press play. King Arthur came a lot, didn't he? <laughs> I, th- I think you mean that he's associated with the court of Camelot. No, it definitely says... King Arthur came a lot. Camelot. Camelot. Yeah, it's it's his court where he where he held court. It's it's a place. All right. But do we know if he came a lot, <laughs> or like just the same as an average man, like about a tablespoon? <laughs> the only evidence I have in that regard is that he is said to have had one child. Right. So probably not. <laughs> oh, about that. I love that she breaks the people down enough that they respond to her. Yeah. So, right. So probably not. Probably not. Whatever it fucking takes to like. <laughs> like a tablespoon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get tablespoons and teaspoons confused. Which one's bigger? The tablespoon's bigger. Did I ever yeah. tell you about the time my mom tried to kill me with um fucking uh some cough syrup? It wasn't Tussin. It was like extra strength stuff. And she's like, um, so, so she took out like a Dixie cup and she's like, here, it's a, it says three tablespoons. So she just poured what she thought was a tablespoon three times. And then I was like, okay. And I drank it all. It seemed like a lot. Um, Mm. yeah, it was three teaspoons, which I think is one tablespoon. So I had like an order of magnitude more. (laughs) And then I drove down to the bar to watch a football game because I was, you know, this was back when you'd have a cold and just go out. Yeah. And then I was stuck there, Alan, because I was on the Tussin. (laughs) So it felt like I was, uh, it was NyQuil. Uh, no, I was awake, but it felt like I was whitewater rafting with Kevin Bacon. Mm. Like it's the night before we all get drafted. Right, right, right. Hold on. You know what? I don't mind. Do you have enough time for me to do this? Of course. You could call me the cough medicine curmudgeon. Frankly, the feeling's fucking fantastic. I'm tripping like Jesus in the desert when he fasted. Like it's the night before we all get drafted. Like we're rolling through some rapids with Kevin Bacon, white water rafted. Like you're an upcut center on acid. Exactly. The cuss in the cuss in the delicate with nothing but a cop couldn't stop me from puking and brushing. No balls to be busted. No fighting, no cussing. There's love for a drug called Robo Tussin. All right, I mean, I don't have to play a bunch of that. MC Chris, shout out. Guy turned into a fucking maniac. Uh, shout out way for sending in. I think a couple of weeks ago we said there haven't been any president videos in a while. Uh, here's an, here's another. It's the return of the presidents with. Um, I don't know if these are dad jokes. I don't think you would tell these to a child. Um, these, yeah, here. Cooks in a lesbian relationship. Oh God, this shit again. Who? No one. They both eat out. I regret asking. <laughs> Two men broke into a pharmacy and stole all the Viagra. The police said to be on the lookout for hardened criminals. Oh. Ah, they must have had a hard time escaping. Bet. Why did the Mexican throw his wife off the bridge? Why? Tequila. That's racist, but kind of funny, so I'll let it pass. Gracias. Why does Batman only cover half of his face? Oh God, not the Batman jokes again. It's for the police, so they'll know he's white. Okay, calm down, Joker. Who oh, cooks God. it? Up? Okay, we're good. Uh, button. <laughs> oh. Thanks, Way. Um, who? What do we got up here next? Uh, never go in the ocean. This is also from Way. Um, this, you know, this is kind of news. We're getting into news a little bit. This is down in Florida. This is uh, this is NBC News, though. In a familiar scene in Florida, a shark in the Pensacola area darted around swimmers and sent them rushing to dry that? land earlier this week. As folks, that's on- like that's like fifty feet into the water. 
Yeah. That was just like just off the shore. The beach were screaming, get out of the water. Looks like we got a hammerhead shark. Another ferocious fish spotted off the coast of Surfside in the Miami area. A hammerhead seen crashing Independence Day celebrations, swimming just feet from the busy shore. And farther north, three suspected attacks as people packed the beaches on Long oh. Island oh. for the holiday. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to make a decision here, Alan. We don't, we don't have time for this. There's no time for sharks. No, no. There's no time for sharks. No, no. There's no time for sharks. No, no. There's no time. All right, that ought to save us enough time. Now I we forgot that was a bit. Yeah, we're doing this to save time, Alan. You're wasting time. I have to hit the how about that button. How about that? Look, I got one from Tom Segura. How about that? That's kind of <laughs> nice, right? Um, what do we got next here? Oh, uh, I was listening to the daily podcast from The Intelligence, uh, which is it's the, the, it's the Intelligence the Podcast. It's The Economist Daily Podcast. That's what yes. it is. Um, and they were talking about the history. So the first person with autism like it was like diagnosed with as autistic uh was a guy in like mississippi and he died last week so they did a little bio on him uh i thought this part stood out just a little bit the american psychiatric lexicon at this time was full of words for what they used to call nature's mistakes imbecile oh. and there was cretin and there was lunatic and there was cretin and there was lun- well, they're, they're, I, I love when they play soft music and say offensive language Imbecile, and there was cretin, and there was lunatic. There was simpleton, and there was dullard, and there was dunce. Oh, that's not the all. The list goes on. Does it? But there was nothing. <laughs> wow. That's fucking retarded. I don't think they thought about that one, huh? <laughs> what about that one? Imbecile? Imbecile. Imbecile? Uh, oh. Um, hmm. Oh, how about that? There we go. Don't remember what this is. The name is Come Gonna Come. Um thought I looked at this and said, I don't think what I'm going to share that. go wrong? You know what? It's from a Christmas story. Never noticed this language till it was isolated. This is the bully that's picking on Ralphie or whatever. Listen, jerk. When I tell you to come, you better come. Right. Oh, how about that? Wow. Come! That's just come. Well, it's weird because he's talking to a kid, right? It is kind of weird. We're yeah. going to end up on some it's list off-putting. with like people that said that have you heard all the people saying just because people are like hey this movie that lunatic mel gibson made with like like QAnon believer main character actor i don't remember his name uh you know this movie's all about child trafficking but it like uses coded QAnon language i don't fucking know that i haven't seen it um but that's the headlines i've seen and then people are like oh look the people that said cuties was fine said this movie's wrong it's like i don't know anybody that said cuties was fine like everybody Nobody said that was, that was universally what the fuck like like yeah, yeah. <laughs> no not okay also it was french i don't know i don't i didn't know that until like a year after that movie came out and somebody was saying that on a podcast talking about like creepy movies that was uh i think that was a french show that got put onto netflix oh. in the states so like, of course it is, right? Uh, I don't know why Cor- I got a thing oh, for that. The ah, the Stop me reaching for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I just don't like that people are mis... Um, I don't like when people deliberately misframe their opponents. Like, people are mm. like, oh, look, people are defending sex trafficking. It's like, what? No, this is a movie critique. Like, I, I think that that movie is, like, I, all for a movie about stopping sex trafficking or child trafficking or whatever it's that will take but take. but i don't have to like the production of every movie that t- tackles that right like isn't that okay to like 
Am I splitting that? I think, yeah, I think <laughs> that's safe ground. I yes. would, would have thought, you know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, oh, speaking of come, because that was what happened originally. Uh, well, that's what, this happened for both of us originally. You know, if you go back far enough, Alan, uh, this is, dude, who's Stefan Diggs? Is he a basketball or football player? I think basketball, I think. Sure, why not? Athlete. Yeah. Um, he was on Family Feud, and he said this. This would have been funny if he wasn't a famous person. And it's this phrase, leave it what? In. Name something specific. <laughs> oh, my God. Leave it in. <laughs> this is, oh, this is, um, this is, this is things you can get away with when you're gay. Oh, okay. Crazy that you can get away with anything as long as you're gay. Watch this. Slay bitches. Yeah. Slay bitch. To a guy. Slay bitch ass nigga. <laughs> it's crazy that. You- uh, oh, um, so I will say the thought I have when I saw that was that Thrash has had his account suspended like five times. And every time he's like, look, these people are like ganging up and reporting me because I'm gay. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to. Is that common knowledge? Should I reach out to him before I post this? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, and and every time, every single time, it's, count, it's like it's it's down for like less than 24 hours. They're like, oh, well, I'm so sorry. Sorry. Let me fix this for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is my new favorite prank. So I'm exactly six feet tall and okay. I am going to use this. Are you really? Yeah, I'm exactly six foot. Yes. Nice. I mean, not anymore. I'm probably starting to shrink. I'm fucking old. So this is, uh, this is, this is a guy. This is, this is so funny. This is a prank. <laughs> this guy, this is a prank that I encourage you to use. This is just a free game. This is technical, but I like it. It comes in from Neilan. Okay. Got a height based power move for you. Right. I'm moderately tall at six foot. 1.6 inches. This puts me in the taller than average height bracket. In social situations where people obviously shorter than me claim to be six foot, mm. I like to say, really? Because I'm five foot 11. <laughs> <laughs> That's so devious. That's so devious. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, That's fantastic. Yeah. Theo Vaughn got in trouble last week. So Theo Vaughn said... Oh, yeah. So... Oh, I don't know if this will play. Hold on. Nope. I think I sent you this. I know, but it won't fucking play unless I do it through my goddamn phone. Hold on a second. I wonder if you'll hear it. Yeah, you'll hear it. So Theo Vaughn got in trouble for this. Okay, people might not know who Theo Vaughn is. Like, how would you describe his comedic style? Hmm. Um, He's very Southern. Uh, Can I... I know I asked you, but can you build off of this? Sure. Manic stream of consciousness yeah very much very much um (laughs) he just yeah very stream of consciousness very he he, a lot of strong mullet vibes yeah Um, there you go okay all right so so it's it's just free association it's just whatever he can think of at the time and you know okay all right so that's dangerous right like i'm not giving him a pass for saying something horrible i'm just saying you might not always say the most thought out and careful Mm. words right yeah and and when that's your lane and you get encouraged for that and like and then you double down on that and do that as a career it's that People obviously like that, right? Like you, there's a reward circuit for that and you haven't crossed the sure. line, right? Do you, do you follow me? Yeah. And, and I, <laughs> I'm trying to understand if he truly crossed a line here. I don't see one, but I don't want to spoil the clip. Know. Okay. It's right. very funny. You know, on Instagram live, you can like join people on there. Like yeah. you can split the screen or whatever. It's like you're broadcasting, but like you can like rotate through that room. Like it's a, yes. it's like a guest yeah. room, right? Yeah. 
Um, okay, so he's on a guy's Instagram. This, bro, that's what y'all need, bro. What could have been need a brother who got a little bit of lizard on him, got a little, got a little dragon. Dude, on we him. just had a guy come in here and, and drop the n word, man. We cannot be laughing about this shit right now. Oh, I don't think that shit's funny at all. What I do is, if I really need to get it out, I write it down. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know. I'm... Then he kicked him out of the room. <laughs> right. See, we can't win here, y'all. We this this is. Um... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. This is okay. All right. So, I like. I guess. Who wants to hear a white guy and somebody racially ambiguous talk about this? But here we go. Uh, Alan, if we still haven't seen your papers, like I keep asking and you keep not answering. Does he eat dogs? Don't know. Can't tell. Um, the, the, so we don't understand the first thing because it was sort of out of context. He says, yeah. you know, he has a little guy on a little lizard on his shoulder. And whatever that meant, the host was like, oh, man, we got to like. We got to be a little bit more considerate because there was a guy on here before you came on and he said the N word and Theo keeping the comedy flowing. Right. Because like, you know, mm. he's a performer. You keep the energy up. You don't stop the energy right. and start right. saying, you know, you don't start talking about a fucking goddamn dead dog. I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Because, and you know why? Because it's well, ponderous. It's fucking ponderous. Man. Yeah. So this guy makes it fucking ponderous, ponderous, fucking ponderous about something that the previous person did while Theo just said something. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something to that context that I don't understand. And then, so, so he, so Theo in, in his error does not read that body language or does not recognize that the, the host, energy in the room. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you would think you want to keep the comedy rolling, not, okay, let's all talk about, you know, the, the last guy that ruined this. Why would you want to do that as a performer? You want to keep, you know, you've got a chance That's to keep not the show. That's funny at all. So he, gets, so he makes a joke and he says, whenever I want to get that out, I write it down, which is things people, something people, that's hilarious because the joke is I don't say that. And of course I don't write it down. But if you're taking right. him fucking literally, yeah, I guess that's terrible. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I thought it was pretty fucking funny. I thought it was pretty funny, too. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Uh, Alan, we got a clip from... Should I fly to Los Angeles? Oh. Find my asshole brother. Should I just isolate it to find my asshole brother? You like the whole song, huh? I like the whole thing, yeah. All right. I know you do. I've got a whole thing for you right here. I do have a soft spot for my beholes. Yeah, I know. See? <laughs> That was him in prior prior conversation. Mm. Uh, my asshole brother sent this in uh, a little, uh, little, uh, little love for Uncle Ted, Uncle Ted, Unky Teddy, Ted Kaczynski. All right, class, let's all go around a circle and say our favorite authors: H.P. Lovecraft, Ted Kaczynski, J.K. Rowling. And um, isn't H.P. Lovecraft really racist? Um, isn't J.K. Rowling really transphobic? Isn't Ted Kaczynski the fucking Unabomber? All right, class. <laughs> Kids these days, huh? Kids these days. Uh, I got a couple of clips to sort of play well into each other, so let's see how well I can pull this off. Um, so this first one is, I told you about him before, Billy on the Street, Billy Eichner. Do you, uh, maybe if you see him now that you can see the clips, does he look familiar? He does look familiar, yeah. Uh, so he, uh, so he, <laughs> there's a bit of a theme here, and I'm not going to spoil it. Here we go, Kevin. Immigrant or real American? If you get enough right, you have a prize to take home to Alex. Here we go. This could be a game we could play, immigrant or real American. <laughs> immigrant or real American? And away we 
Go. Mila Kunis. Immigrant. Yes, correct. Jeffrey Dahmer. Real American. Uh, yes, correct. Piers Brosnan. Uh, immigrant. Yes, correct. Charles Manson. A real American. Yes, correct. Salma Hayek. All right. Immigrant. Yes, correct. Gloria Estefan. Immigrant. Yes, correct. Ted Bundy. Real American. Yes, correct. Charlize Theron. Uh, immigrant. Yes, correct. Antonio Banderas. Immigrant. Yes, correct. The Unabomber. Real American. Yes, correct. Craig <laughs> Ferguson. <laughs> He's an immigrant. Yes, he is. Lee Harvey Oswald. Real American. Yes, correct. The Boston Strangler. <laughs> oh, God. Real American. Yes, correct. Cesar Milan, the Dog Whisperer. He's an immigrant. Yes, he is. Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> Real American. Yes, he is. Uh, Natalie Portman. She's an immigrant. Yes, she is. Jackie Chan. Immigrant. Yes, correct. Casey Anthony. She's a real American. Yes, she is. Carlos Santana. <laughs> He's an immigrant. Yes, correct. Albert Einstein. He is an immigrant. Yes, he was. O.J. Simpson. A uh, real American. Yes, correct. Did he win? Yes, you win. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> I got to say, Gloria Stefan should probably be included in the uh, serial killers just for Miami Sound Machine. But that's, you know, personal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> don't really want to hear. I don't want to feel the rhythm coming to get me or whatever it is anymore. It's going to get you. The rhythm's going to get me. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm going to get you tonight. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, oh, I told you these go together. And if I didn't start talking about Gloria, is it Gloria Estefan? I get it confused with uh, Emilio Estevez. Remember Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen are brothers? Yeah, that's, that's weird. That's weird because Martin Sheen. Yeah, huh. it's kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. How does that, I don't even think know. he might be trying to play on his Hispanic side of the family. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, that's something. Uh, this last comment was brought to you by Paul. <laughs> Shout out, Paul. <laughs> um, all right. So um, I was listening to the All In podcast. This is related to the immigration. This kind of blew my mind. I, I don't know. Maybe I knew this. Let's see if you knew this. What's wrong with just paying them a little bit more? Uh, okay, of course, David Sachs has to say something. Uh, do, do, do you know that immigration has already peaked for the U.S.? Like we have not, we, our, our immigration numbers have been declining. No, I didn't know that actually. Okay, now, now that you do know then, follow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, when would you guess that number started declining? Oh. Um... <laughs> Probably COVID, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2020. Okay, here, this answer might surprise you. You know, so so here's some statistics for you guys. Um, the total population of unauthorized immigrants um, in the U.S. peaked in, in 2007 has declined slightly since California oh, felt it first from 2010 to 2018. The unauthorized immigrant population in the state declined by 10 percent to 2.6 million, mostly impacting the farm economy. Um, so the right, state- they're going to be a bunch of nerds for a while there oh, so that. for that. Um, interesting. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um uh, I don't think I'd like to recreate the whole drama we had back and forth via text. Uh, <laughs> what were we even arguing about? I don't even remember. God, I was so mad at David Sachs. He was being such an idiot. I, yeah, I, dude, that guy's been an idiot for a, a while. Like, I think I told you, like, the week before he had said something about, uh, he was talking about the Russia thing. And essentially he was just like, being a propagandist for Putin. And I was like, what the fuck? Like he, he was seeing things that appealed to his priors and was sharing them as if they were facts basically. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's how propaganda works. Like that's literally <laughs> like you, like that's, he is a, he, he belong he is in a target rich environment and everyone mm-hmm. in his environment is getting lit up by, you know, what those people are trying to send out. Uh, and the, the, and the key thing there is he is not dumb. Far from it. No. You know, like that's, yeah, yeah. This uh, reminds me of a certain girlfriend of mine's uh, certain parents. 
Well, that didn't get vague at all. <laughs> Fuck me. It's probably best we change the subject. <laughs> Shut up, Alan. Um, I think that's it. We're going to move on to our Isn't that something? segment. Oh. Uh, this is, uh, we got a clip from Way. This is, uh, oh, we haven't played Habitual Line Stepper in a while. I think this one works pretty well. The problem is sometimes we have to, like, explain what it is. The video. The yeah, video, yeah. yeah. So it starts off with Ukraine, and he's nervous because he has mines on his nuclear power plants. Uh, guys, I'm a little nervous. I'm hearing rumors that Russia's about to do something questionable with this nuclear power plant. Okay. That's the U.S. Russia, we need to have a conversation. What do you want? So we're getting rumors, whispers, and information that you may have planted explosives on one of the largest nuclear power plants in Europe. Care to talk about it? I would never do such things. Must be the Ukrainians trying to do a false flag. Let me just go ahead and remind you that I spend more on intelligence gathering every year than your entire GDP. Mm -hmm. You remember a couple months ago when that kid leaked out that information and part of that information is that we know where Vladimir Putin is at all times? I will fuck you up if you do this. <laughs> Is that supposed to make me nervous? Let me put this into perspective for you, and I know we have a lot of jokes back and forth, but if this happens within a matter of minutes, every member of your parliament will suddenly be eliminated. I will give Belarus to Poland. <laughs> what the fuck did I do? <laughs> you picked the wrong side. Poland. I will then fill your skies with these. Oh, raptors. <laughs> Warthogs. And these. How you doing? Uh, B1 bombers. I will then start airdropping excessive amounts of unsupervised Canadians. <laughs> oh, yeah there, bud. Geneva suggestions. I will give Finland a bunch of sniper rifles, and then I will turn my oh. back as the United yeah. Kingdom drags their sweaty Article 5 across your face. Twas a bit graphic, but I suppose we're trying to make a point here, so I'll allow it. I am begging you, for the safety of your own people, keep this conflict conventional, because no country in the world has ever experienced the combined force of NATO. Isn't we will beat something? you oh, okay. into submission. All right, are they done? Uh, okay, now I get Isn't that something? Uh, I guess that goes well into a conversation about NATO uh, and their meetings. And Are they really having a meeting in Villainous? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. I, I mean, I know it's yeah. spelled differently, but it you know, looks a lot like Villainous. Like, enough that I can just say that on my podcast, right? Could, could, couldn't could it have just been an email? Like, did it have to be a meeting? I, uh, I, I don't know, actually. I feel like this one's supposed to be a meeting, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um... At least it wasn't a conference call. See, I'd rather have a meeting than a conference call. <laughs> uh, at least you get to see your friends, and it's going to be catered, you know? All right, so I uh, I hesitated to play this at first, but Thrash was so excited about it. I got to play it. I got to realize there's other people that like metal, too. Even if you don't like metal, um, the, you know, the the... This this is this is actually pretty good. This is okay. here we go. I'm going to set up a clip for you. It's actually pretty good. Uh, you know actually who else would like good. it? Big big music fans always like metal, especially like the the, the like the beauty of it, um, like the timing and stuff. Uh, yeah. You know who probably likes this is your buddy Drew. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Drew. It's yeah, not our buddy Drew. No, anymore. not anymore. No, he sent oh. me a thing in the group chat, and it was Joe Biden singing that Blink One Eighty Two song that we opened our fucking show with last week. Oh no! I was just like, that's Drew. it. I was like, you're you're Alan Drew. Drew again. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna play this now because I'm angry. Listen to some can metal. You, see if it makes me feel better. Can I hear it though? Oh, almost forgot. <laughs> I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done. I'm pissed. Did I say it was an Alex Jones rant? I don't think I might have missed that, but okay. You Satanists want to sacrifice the West. You want to kill the beautiful goddess that is the West. You people are enemies, and we're going to get your ashes, and we know what you're up to, and we're coming for you. That's pretty sick. 
a banger. Dude, yeah. <laughs> That's a real yell. Uh, I think this follows that up pretty well. This is from our Instagram. I put a reel up of, uh, you know, it, I think you should at least hear him out on this, okay? Like, you might. 60% okay. chance if either side doesn't give up, they're going to blow the planet up. Okay. But we, we might as well just blow up the planet then, because if they're in control, it's pure Satanism, pure pedophilia, pure animal human clones, them playing God, a psychotic, mad scientist situation. So let's just cauterize it, vaporize it. If, if, if Look. I'm in the same boat as they are. They're ready to blow it up uh, if they're going to lose. I'm ready to blow it up if we lose. Uh, yeah, I don't know why somebody wow. would have a problem with a movie themed around um, the talking points of people that talk about that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like it's disingenuous to say that that movie is only about human trafficking. Based on the reviews I've read, again, I haven't seen it. I could be dead wrong. I don't. This is not my fucking it. hill to die on. But like, I just, I fucking hate when people misframe the their opponents because then the argument just becomes defensiveness. And when people get defensive, they start making personal attacks, and then you get a reason to say that they're evil. And it's like nothing productive comes from it, and it starts from you misframing your opponent. And I just, I can't oh, stand. So that. we should just blow up the world then. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. sir. Exactly, exactly, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't live in California anymore. I don't, mean, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I don't live in California anymore, but uh, let me know if this is still true. This is what 50 years of inflation and in taxes does to your salary in California. Median income is currently $84,100. 20 years ago, that number was $47,400. And 50 years ago... Just for facts, that's true, because I remember my starting salary at Staples when I became like a shit-level manager was like forty k. And right. I was like, yeah, it's a little below the average salary of the state. And that was mm -hmm. 2004, three, three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now the average income is 84,000 and it was 47, 20 years ago. Ago was 9,300. That's an increase of over 800%. When adjusting for inflation, real wages increased by near 13%. Based on those salaries, in the past 20 years, California's tax rate on average earners actually decreased by 2%. What about rent? In 1970, median rent was $126 a month, the equivalent of $1,060 a month in today's dollar. Today, median rent in California is $1,930 a month. Want to buy a home in the state? In 1970, a typical home was going for $23,100. Now that'll cost you $685,000. There's a lot of numbers. Are you keeping track? Yeah, it sounds about right. Okay. Adjusting for inflation, that's an increase of 241%. In 1970, a typical mortgage payment was 124 bucks. Now it's 3,700 bucks. Meaning in 50 years, real way. Man, you don't want to hear what my mortgage is out here in Tennessee, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Wages in California rent. increased rent. by just 13%. Inflation adjusted rent increased by 82%. And the price of a home jumped 241%. Okay, wait, wait. That one I fucked up. So income went up by 13%. Rent went up 82% and home prices went up 241%. Yeah. So things got a bit more expensive in the state of California. Uh, does that feel true? Like that, even if that guy does have an agenda, you can't argue with it. No, that's, that definitely feels accurate. Absolutely. Absolutely accurate. I mean, obviously there's different places in California are, are less like Sacramento, Central Valley, et cetera cheaper than the bay area or, or la or whatever but uh yeah it's it's i mean average. all that tells me is that those people are 
bringing down the average and the places where people live are driving that average up. So it's actually a lot higher than all those numbers. It's actually, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I would, yeah. Well, wow. that seems right. Uh, okay. Well, I wouldn't live in California then. Like, like if I lived in Redding, I wouldn't be happy that I'm spending that much money to live in Redding. Like I could live in a rural part of somewhere in a lot of other states where it doesn't cost me that fucking much. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. You look it's, sweaty. It's Is this bothering you? You're I like, yeah, I know sweaty. I'm no, dealing with sweaty. this. Is it related to that clip? No, I'm okay. not related to that clip. Okay. I'm just sweaty. Okay. All right. All right. Why are you so sweaty? Are you watching cops? No, it's just, it feels hot in here. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I got a couple of clips in a row that are going to piss off our three female listeners. Are you good with that? <laughs> uh, this one, this one Paul sent. Okay. Dear Lord, the ribs you took from us are asking us to cash at them before starting a conversation. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> it seems like a reasonable thing. That was to the whole out. clip. That was the whole clip, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's dressed like a shepherd with power lines going over him, so I don't know yeah, if that was intentional or not. Oh, yeah, you can see this. I forgot. What is going on? Hold on, okay? I got to make sure there isn't an intruder. Yeah. Whenever Natasha leaves for, like, burlesque rehearsal or whatever it's called, uh, she always leaves the door unlocked so she doesn't have to unlock the door when she comes back in. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm always like, okay, well, I guess somebody could be walking in. So I went and Gotta grabbed check. this just in case. So I have ah, this here. Just in case. And that reminds me. Um, mm. That reminds me of a story from my personal life that I skipped over. I went out Friday night and I wore uh, Connor's T-shirt uh, that he sells, the uh, I Love the Theater shirt with the picture of John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Never had one person mention anything about it ever at any time I've worn it. That night, I happened to be hanging out with a couple of historians uh, that was identified immediately. Um, I <laughs> planned on carrying because we were going to a burlesque show and, you know, there's technically drag in it and I'm always just a little nervous about, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, and so I had a hip holster and I was like, I think people will be able to see that I'm see it printing. Uh, and I think this shirt's bringing a lot of attention. So I moved it to my boot like Chuck fucking Norris. It was pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> uh, that was all. Nice. That was all. Um, oh, okay. I, uh... Uh, oh, that's right. We're pissing off our, our three female listeners. Oh, um, this is it. So it's the World Cup right now. Oh, yeah. Well, or maybe yeah. it's soon. The the, the Women's mm. World Cup is now ish. Sure enough. It's good enough. Dude. Sure. Nobody Let's cares. Go with that. Yeah. They don't even like sports. Our listeners don't even like sports. Do you think they like women's sports? <laughs> you think the women that listen to this podcast like sports? It's okay. We don't have to be right about it. Uh, anyways, this guy is uh, this guy's got some hot takes. He's talking about uh, women's sports. I agree with him. I think he's trying to be on TV with the way he's saying it. The women ah, okay. got a pool or got paid out from a pool of thirty talking about, million dollars. Talking about the unequal pay in women's mm-hmm. soccer. So they got yeah, paid like out a of a lawsuit or something. Yeah, they got thirty million. They had a, they got paid out of a pool that had thirty million dollars in it. That's that first part of the clip. It's a nice from the women's World Cup. The men would draw from a pool of four hundred million dollars. Okay, four hundred million dollars, thirty million dollars. Why is that? It's because the men's World Cup generates six billion dollars in revenue. Mm-hmm. The women's World Cup generates. $131 million in revenue. If you want to talk about pay disparity, the Women's World Cup players get paid out 20% of the total revenue. The men get paid out 7%. As a percentage point, they are getting much more. The problem is, for anybody desiring equal pay, and by the way, I think equal pay 
is a ridiculous concept in and of itself. If the women generate more revenue, they should get paid more than the men. Don't strive for getting the same. Strive for getting what you're worth. And if you're worth more, then get more. The women- two, two thoughts, two thoughts. One, um, I don't believe that he believes his argument. I don't think he cares. He's saying that to try to oh, like virtue signal, either. right? Yeah. Um, the reason I don't think that is in what other uh, profession do we stop and say, uh, I get that your wages are low to your competitor. Say you're just comparing men to men, right? We're not trying to have some gender fucking culture war here. Um, okay. And you, you, would not, you wouldn't stop and say, well, technically you get paid more of a percentage of your company's profits than that company. Therefore, you get paid more. No, that's not it. You get paid what they fucking give you. That's what you get paid. You don't get to say, well, do you get a higher share of the proceeds? That's, that's on the management side of the decision. I'm the employer. E-E. I'm the employee. Second thought. Got a response to that? Because I might forget the second one. I don't think I have a response to that. What's your second Second one? Uh, I forgot it, but I'll remember it in a second. (laughs) It was was something about the end there. Um, So can I say something? So while you're trying to grab that thought, um, there's always been this thing in tennis where they talk about the pay as well. And then the, the people that are like on the side of the, well, it should be unequal is because the guys play five sets and the women play three. I don't know. I I always thought that was a weird thing, by the way, just th- that they, they play different amounts. I thought so, too. I still think I always so. Thought yeah. that was weird. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that he fucking knows that the women will not generate the same amount of revenue because they can't and there won't ever be the same desire for women's sports compared to men's sports. Like, they just that's. I mean, maybe that reality will change at some point in someone's life. It's not going to happen in ours. So he can comfortably say, I think women should get paid more, knowing that they never will because their sport won't generate more money, right? Hmm. Women's sports will continue to generate more and more money, I'm sure. But men's sports will just keep generating more themselves. Like it's, uh, you know, when you're talking about purely physical play aspect, you're not going to have the best athletes consistently in the female sport. You won't. Now, if there's sports that have more finesse or different types of gameplay, uh, which women's soccer is totally different than men's soccer. I mean, in my opinion, and it, it watching the gameplay is actually different. I don't really have a preference in soccer. I don't have a problem with watching either one. I don't think about soccer that much, but you know, just it's a fact of physiology that, and biology that, the best athletes in the world in most sports are going to be men. Like it just, I is. remember when women's soccer kind of blew up, it was like what? 98. Well, 98, that was the first time, but then yeah. What? 2015 or is it 16? Do they do one year off the world cup or two years off the world cup? Hey, I got a question for you. Where are they holding the world cup at the women's world cup? Oh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's not in Qatar, isn't it? I was going to say, is it? Nope. Some, no, it some... isn't. I'm pretty sure it's in Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, they have all those stadiums they built in Qatar, though. Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you think they have the women playing the you World think Cup? They want to use them. Yeah, yeah you think, it's, that's really weird, isn't it? All those people died. <laughs> they're they're Bangladeshis, Alan. I don't think they're Yemenis. <laughs> I don't think they're really. They don't consider them. Oh, they're not. Okay, not to them. I'm. I'm. Normal. <laughs> all, right. all right. You think we pissed off all the women? All right, no more girls. All right, it's just us boys now. Uh, these are uh, states that take federal funds. Al, uh, Alan Slickett sent this in, and he's like, Dustin, I think you're going to like this. And I was like, oh, 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 I know how this is going to end. All of the states that take federal fund are in the South. He's like, it might surprise you. So here, here we go. 
Okay. Because that's a thing, right? They're like, oh, states' yeah. rights, states' rights. By the, the way, states. Daddy, give us all the money. Our budget won't work without the federal funds. States take the most money from the federal government. A lot of people will tell you it's got to be the states with the biggest cities, right? Well, I looked it up on usafacts.org, and what I found might surprise you. If you go by the total dollar value of the aid, sure, you see states like California, New York, and Texas up top. But that's misleading because those are also the states with the largest populations. If you want to know which states are most dependent on the federal government, you should look at what percentage of their budget comes from the federal government. And when we use that measure, the result... That also kind of sounds like the whole women's sports uh, who's getting paid more (laughs) thing. Although... Like, fine, look at that all the time. That's why we were saying that guy's argument was bullshit. This is probably right. a more pure analysis of where that money's going or where that money's coming from, rather. Okay, ready? Right. Results are pretty surprising. It turns out that states like West Virginia, Kentucky, Mississippi, Louisiana, New Mexico, and Arizona get the most percentage of their budgets from the federal government, up to 35%. Oh, that's right. And it's the same if you look at federal funding per person, with Wyoming, Alaska, and Vermont topping the list. Well, that's A lot of no times, what there. the media tells you about who contributes the most in taxes and who benefits the most from tax subsidies is not accurate. To know the truth, you got to learn the facts, and you can get the facts at usafacts.org. With- Isn't that something... Not surprising, actually. Yeah. No, it really didn't surprise me. Slick heads, you got to try better. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah. The one that I thought was the stupidest one is what per what state per person gets the what state gets the most per person and it was wyoming and alaska and it's like there's six hundred thousand people in wyoming so yeah, yeah that money's getting divided even if it's a small number it's getting down to the per person a lot more um i, I, I just need a minute real quick i'll be right back with oh yeah sure oh my god he shit all over the walls he didn't even make it to the bathroom this was a particularly bad case of somebody being cut in half Sorry, man. Oh, it's okay. I uh, As soon as you took your headphones off and walked down the hall, I said, oh, no, he didn't even make it to the bathroom first. And uh, <laughs> then I played this. <laughs> Actually, I didn't play that until right now, but the, the implication was that you, know, yeah, yeah, I, you had a bathroom emergency. You okay? Everything fine? Everything's okay. The store burned down? No, no. Oh, no. Too bad. Got to go to work. Uh, hey, my... Uh, my uh, <laughs> I don't what what should what adjective should I use before my sister? My sister? No. My sister. My 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 fucking sister. How's that? I don't know. Something better than that. What? <laughs> my bitch ass sister. I got my asshole brother. I think I think bitch ass sister is kind of mean. That's kind of mean. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean not that asshole brother isn't. Oh, my cunty ass sister. She'd love that. My <laughs> cunty ass sister, Amber, sent this in. Uh, I haven't played it yet. I said, where should I put this? She said, how about that? I'm like, too bad. I'm on isn't that something. She's like, all right. And then she said it was about the bathroom debate. I think that fits. Okay, let's play it. I have no oh, idea okay. what this is. God, so the other... I, I hate TikTok. <laughs> I was doing a live. We were talking about a lot of things, but the main topic was a trans community. And I had a guy jump in and he said, Michelle been a follower of yours for a long time love your content love what you're about but you have me fucked all the way up if you think that a grown man dressed as a woman is going to be in the bathroom with my three daughters now if you're a follower of mine you know i don't agree with that i believe that trans women are indeed women but i've been thinking about it like where does this fear come from why are so many people freaking out and losing their shit when it comes to trans women using the women's restroom and then it clicked you refuse to view trans women as women you view them as men 
and you know that the harm a man would do if he went into the bathroom with women. So it's not that you fear the trans community. What it is that you fear is men. I mean, let's really think about this. You know, take your emotions out of this whole situation. Put your thinking cap on. You guys don't freak out when it comes to trans men wanting to use the men's restroom. You save all that energy for when it comes to the trans women. And because, again, deep down, you do not view them as women. You view them as men. And you know how harmful men can be to women. I just can't believe it's taken me this long to realize that that's where people's fear is rooted from. And I'm making this video in hopes that some of you that feel that way see this and it makes you think where your fear is actually coming from. Because friends, I promise you, they just want to use the bathroom. First of all, Amber, you don't get to decide where things go in the show. If I put that in, how about that? That would have fucking stopped the show. Uh, that is perfect for Isn't That Something? And I think that that's a perfect rejoiner because this is our segment where we piss off all our female listeners. And I forgot that there are trans exclusionary radical feminists. So I think we've touched all the bases. All types of women can hate us. Now it's boys only. <laughs> What do you think about that? I uh, I actually really look forward to the bombardment that our uh, DMs are going to get in response to that. Um, I think a lot of the people that didn't think that empathy and compassion was the best uh, MO are probably also going to tell me why that person's wrong. I got to say, I don't agree with her in the sense that she's painting with a very broad brush. Although I think that is probably true about a lot of people. I think that I think that touches on something. Yeah, I guess I... I've... I've always thought the bathroom debate was just kind of silly and stupid. Like what, what's happening in bath? Like, I, I don't, I don't. Okay. But that said, when you have a completely gender neutral bathroom where it's just stalls and there's a woman in there, yeah. would she be right to say I didn't feel comfortable because there was a guy in there? I wouldn't think. I, I, would you tell her she's wrong to say she was uncomfortable? Yeah. I don't know the right answer to this. I genuinely don't because we changed that to a trans woman and we say, okay, that's a woman. It's not a man. Um, I don't think there's any problem. But well, you... so I think I think that she's right in that I think that the fear people have is that it's they're they're thinking of them as a man, uh -huh. and they're recognizing I mean, the the uncanny valley of that situation and being like, okay, I I know you're a woman, I'm fine with that, even if you're like totally open minded in that way, and then if you're just Actually, I, I don't know. Like, how bigoted do you have to be for the thought to start to shift to, okay, but you were a man, therefore you're a man, and I don't feel comfortable with you being here. Why would, you, why wouldn't you feel comfortable in any case though? Like, like so, that's that's, but that's that's where me and you stand. Like, we're just like, right. I don't really care. Well, and I don't and want anyone in the bathroom while I'm in the bathroom. Like if they're, I, if I, I can't pee if someone's there. Like, I have to go into a stall, like, or I have to be like three urinals away from you. The I can go if you're that, in the stall next to me and I'm in the urinal. That's fine. The guy's saying that he doesn't want his daughters in the bathroom with a trans female who... I don't want kids in the bathroom anyways. I said that on the show. I I'm tired of this. I want a children's was, only bathroom. So what say? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean... Why don't we just do that? Can't we just make children's restrooms? I. You know what? Actually, I, I like that idea. That's a great yeah. answer, huh? Let's just make children's. Yeah. And then we can have all fine. those short little stalls in there and all the short little. Uh, have you ever been like. Urinals. I, yeah. Like, Sometimes I work yeah. at an elementary school and I go into the wrong bathroom and I'm like, I can't sit down in this toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate those short urinals. The only thing that's good about those short urinals is my dick doesn't touch it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Joking. Okay. Cause, okay. Cause Mr. So, Big dick. Yeah, that's it. Oh. We got a lot of show titles here. Um, <laughs> I, oh, oh, uh, oh, I told you about trans ex 
trans-exclusive radical feminists. Did you know that there's mm. trans-inclusive radical misogynists? So oh, what's the difference aware. there while I set this up? So trans-exclusive radical feminist. Radical feminist. What's that? So, That's a woman who does not ex- does does not accept trans women as women in their feminist. They are a feminist though, but they won't include. They won't ex- include. Okay. Trans. So a okay. trans in misogynist. Tra- trans in- inclusive radical misogynist. That's this. Respect trans women because you're transphobic. I don't respect them because they're women. Trans inclusive <laughs> radical misogynist. <laughs> You don't. Re- <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, so it's trans inclusive, vaginal, vaginal, radical, fuck, misogyny. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. I said vaginal misogyny. Did you say? I mean, I stopped halfway through, but I was trying to. I was fixing to Alan. I was finna, <laughs> finna, as the kids say. All right. Uh, I don't know where I'm out on the sheet. Hold on. I got to find myself here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, probably got to. Isn't that something? There you go. So I, we'll probably talk about Ukraine down towards the end of the show where we have our other news and stuff. But I want to talk about the big story from last week in regards to Ukraine was uh, cluster munitions being announced to be sent, right? Mm-hmm. And for listeners who don't know, cluster munitions are, you know, they're a bomb that basically opens up into little bombs and a bunch of bombs fall down and make, you know, more indiscriminate uh, explosions, but they take place over a broader area. A so if area. you're trying yeah. to clear landmines or trenches, uh, they're very effective. That's what we've been. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a military strategist, but that's the line that's been repeated enough times over the last about week that um mm-hmm. i feel like i can say that right yeah um accurate so when we heard about this i remember the first thing i thought was don't we yell at russia for using cluster munitions in ukraine and i feel like that's been a thing yeah yeah so and what's the reason for that because they're so indiscriminate and because, because they don't all explode so they get duds that lay right. around and that's kind of that. like but but if you think it's just it's not a huge stretch of logic here if you're using cluster munitions to clear a landmine field, a field of landmines, minefield, there's a word for it. Um, maybe a handful of cluster munitions left over as opposed to a fucking minefield is a decent trade-off. But yeah, yeah uh, might be preferred. Um, here is a blast of the past. This is one year ago when Jen Psaki was still the press secretary. She was being interviewed about Russia using um, uh, cluster munitions. And in case you, you missed what we're saying here, the U.S. has decided to send cluster munitions to Ukraine. To Ukraine. Jen, um, there are reports of illegal cluster bombs and vacuum bombs. Being- vacuum bombs. I bet those suck used by the Russians. Uh, if that's true, what is yeah, the next step of this Alan's administration? Gone. And is there a red line for how much violence uh, will be tolerated against civilians in this manner that's illegal and potentially a war crime? It is. It would be. I don't have any confirmation oh. of that. We have seen the reports. Uh, if if that were true, it would potentially be a war crime. Obviously- I think we can pause that there. It seems interesting to hear uh, the White House press secretary say about something that we just committed to doing. Alan, what's the difference? Come on. 
ah, the difference is we're the good guys. No, right? shut up. But, How much do you know about this? You, Alan's been a worky boy and hasn't been reading the news, has he? I, yeah. I, okay, let me tell you. I'll do the okay. work of the fucking Joe Biden administration <laughs> for you, okay. Alan. That's fine. Please do. Please okay, do. here's 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 how they're justifying it. Okay. Um, first of all, the U.S. really didn't want to sign on to uh, banning cluster munitions. And uh, now I'm... I can't remember if we finally came around and signed on or not. But uh, the reasoning was, you know, what's that gap in uh, Poland where we have, like, a speed bump of <laughs> army, an army unit, like, um, at this place where clearly Russia will invade Poland from at some day? Oh, yeah. And so we're base. like, yeah, well, we need cluster munitions for, like, that choke point to for just, that. like, destroy yeah. anything that tries to go through there. Um, so, anyway, the... The justification for the U.S. giving them to Ukraine, that was it. We can still have them, but we can't give them. Like, it's, it's, that's what we agreed to. Congress either made the president agree to it or it's some international thing that we agreed to. Uh, we can have ours, but we cannot give them to other countries. So, okay. Us giving it to Ukraine is violating our own policy. Now, the justification is if you use these the way Russia has in an offensive, environment you've now gone to another country and left these unexploded cluster munitions in that other country for children to find or things to blow up on farm right, right. like a tractor or yeah whatever. right right um if ukraine has them to use against an invading force and now it's their responsibility to clean up their country. oh it's their own country it, so it's, I, okay. you know i get that's it the argument? I, that is and i think it's a pretty decent argument but it's just not good enough Half of the reason, too, is that they're saying we're not going to keep giving them cluster munitions. We're just going to give them these while we finish. So what off? While we while we go back to making howitzer shells or whatever the fuck it is that yeah, they're yeah, running okay. through. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't like Sorry. it. I don't like it at all. Um, I think this is one of the most disgusting parts of war. Uh, and uh, I agree with Paul that there's just there's no um, there's no good reason for for us committing that way. Um. Yeah, and if that means that Ukraine loses because of it, I'm, I don't know. I, that's really tough for me to balance. I don't know. I could see me caving on that point, but um, my on principle, I would say that this is wrong for us to do. And I think over a long enough timeline, we probably wish we wouldn't do that. You know? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I think our probably our our instincts here are the same. In that, you know, if it's not good, if the enemy does it it's not good if we do it either like right. that's just but there is a difference that if you're going to give it to ukraine for them to use within their own country and then they but yeah yeah you, but you're still somebody will die from an unexploded mine or somebody's gonna and and that yeah. will be on us for doing that and that's literally how you make terrorists literally yeah. we've we yeah. just learned that but these people are white alan those people were brown it was totally different <laughs> Black, 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 Hispanic, Hispanic, Hispanic. I don't have anything for Middle Easterns. I don't know what that sound is. What? Because Afghanistan. For Middle Easterns? What? What's wrong with that? I can't pluralize. or I can say Midwesterns and you wouldn't think it's bad. It just sounds odd. It sounds like a pejorative. I think that has more to do with, you know, what you think. I didn't say fucking. Oh, say, that's my yeah. I think it's on you, buddy. Spin that back on you. Gaslight the fuck out of you. Uh, Alan just woke up, so I'm having a field day. <laughs> um, 
hey, I got two sounds that uh, that have to do with politics. That 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 one's okay. kind of out of order. That last one we played, but I didn't want to wait till the end of the show to talk about cluster munitions. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple weeks ago, you said Matt McCarthy has an out of control caucus, and now it's just all in my <laughs> mind. So they're having the uh, Kevin McCarthy, yeah. Yeah, Matt. Who's Matt, Matt McCarthy? McCarthy? I don't know. I think I've said that before too. Dumb Kevin. I made up the nickname. The, uh, so Mike Pen- Michael Pennis was in mm-hmm. Iowa for the Iowa caucus, and uh-huh. and uh, I don't know if you saw the name of this clip, but this clip is Michael Pennis. Mike Pence is out of control caucus. Did not have Joe Biden. So this is a Republican caucus where there's a small group of people having a one-on-one with the candidates, getting to know them, having like a, a little discussion it's a meet and greet meet and greet there we go yeah and she's kind of dressing him down about um about not going with trump on january 6th Mm, okay would not have joe biden in the white house right joe biden shouldn't be there and all those wonderful things that you and trump were doing together would be continuing and this country would be on the right path do you ever second guess yourself? That was a constitutional right that you had to send those votes back to the states. The Constitution of the United States in Article 2. This is C-SPAN, by the way. Says the job of the vice president is to serve as the presiding officer of a joint session where you open and count the votes. Don't take my word for it. Go read the Constitution. Not really. I say this with great affection and respect. Constitution is very clear. My job was to oversee a session of Congress where objections could be heard, and I made sure that objections would be recognized. I got to say, this is very presidential. That used to be a thing. Mm. So we would hear whatever evidence or whether debate there was. Before we had a fucking, like, geriatric mental patient and a psychopath. (laughs) Was, but the Constitution says you open and count the votes, no more, no less. The Constitution affords no authority for the vice president or anyone else to reject votes or return votes to the states. And he would know because he asked every lawyer he could if he could do that. Yeah. Never been done before. Should never be done in the future. I'm sorry, ma'am, but that's actually what the Constitution says. No vice president in American history ever asserted the authority that you have been convinced that I had. But I want to tell you, with all due respect, I said before, I said when I announced President Trump was wrong, about my authority that day, and he's still wrong. We would not. I did everything right, and they indicted me. <laughs> Just a businessman doing business. Things. A businessman doing business things. I mean, I was a businessman doing business. Yeah, it's totally normal. Uh, I. <sighs> That's actually really well said. I know. I, I mean, hate saying this. When you listen to Mike Pence, you're like, I see why people voted for you. Yeah, I can yeah. see why um, independents voted for him. Uh, yeah, I can't. Like, when you tell me all his religious beliefs, I get nervous. But when you show me him govern, I don't, like, I'm just, I will, I think Betsy DeVos created his campaigns. And so, like, I do hate that he only mm. came from Amway money. Betsy DeVos's, Betsy DeVos' dad was the, was the creator of Amway and he had the Amway fortune and that went to her. And then she donated money to Trump and a lot of different politicians and got to be the secretary of education. Yeah, because that's how that works. That's how because America. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, you ever wonder why Donald Trump hates um, uh, Rhino, uh, Rhino Romney so much? Oh, uh, yeah. Why does he hate him? So uh, much? Here's here's a Who clip tell? that might. Might. Donald Trump is a phony, a fraud. 
His promises are as worthless as a degree from Trump University. Ooh, sick burn. He's playing the members of the American public for suckers. He gets a free ride to the White House, and all we get is a lousy hat. Wow. I think this is from 2016. His domestic policies would lead to recession. His foreign policies would make America and the world less safe. Yeah, this is while he was... He has neither the temperament nor the judgment to be president. And his personal qualities would mean that America would cease to be a shining city on a hill. That was, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Yeah, you can see why he doesn't like him. Uh, it makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> uh, Rhino. Um, I guess, can I ask you a question when we go to lunch? Yeah. Okay, uh, I could get a beer anyways. Um, don't you think it's weird that... Uh, hmm. I know we ta- we you know we talked about that Blink song already, and we played it last week. Did you ever expect that Blink One Eighty Two would be our generation's Eagles and Fleetwood Mac like rolled into one? I did not. No, like, that is a little bizarre. Because it's, do you remember when you were a kid? You were like everyone your parents' age was like the Eagles got back together. Oh my God, Fleetwood Mac played at Bill Clinton's inauguration. You don't understand how big. It- when they broke up, they said hell would have to freeze over. So when they right. call, you know what they called their tour? The Hell Froze Over tour. They're so funny <laughs> and great musicians, and never did anything wrong. Stevie Nicks, man, yeah. she's a legend. Yeah, uh, don't talk about uh, what um, I was going to say. Mick Fleetwood, Lin- no, not Lindsey Buckingham. Is it which one of them? One of them guys in Fleetwood Mac was a total, you know what? Was a total asshole. They, yeah, but they all deserved it. They were all fucking each other and doing drugs. Yeah. All right, I'm mean, gonna go. Speaking of which, gonna go grab a beer from the fridge. Drive safe, Alan. Be right back. This is the B side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. <laughs> In the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you again And Across the mountains of your chest Hey, do you know what year the 50 stars first flew? I do not. probably would have been a good question for the 4th of July show. Can you look that up? Hold on. Hold up. I gotta look this up. All right. This is real important. Gotta find out more about it. We're not gonna play the fucking half music and then come back and play more music. Sorry. Uh, but that, that's an old sound element we haven't played in a while. Uh, what year? 1960. That's kind of crazy, right? Doesn't it feel like the old 50 stars? Like, yeah. It's July 4th, 1960. Eisenhower and Hef stood together in Washington to watch the first 50 star flag be raised. Hugh Hefner? <laughs> Heft. Who's that? I don't know. Hef's flag has been all over the world. Oh, the I guy that he, designed it? I guess that's the guy that designed it, yeah. Huh. So was there a 49-star flag, or did we bring them both in at the same time? Wasn't it? No, that's not how it works. It's not like NATO countries. There was a 48-star flag in 1912, apparently. Yeah. Makes sense. It checks out. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. What about 49? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't did see Did we bring in Alaska and Hawaii at the same time? I think so, yeah. So oh. it went from 48 to 50. 1960. 
1960. Wow. That's like really recent. Kind of blew my mind. I knew it was recent, but I thought it was further back than that. I thought I had a Jeopardy clip from this week. <gasps> I probably <gasps> saved it and I didn't. Oh, man, that's really <laughs> upsetting. Let me see. Some of our younger listeners are probably going like 1960 is not recent. Like that's No, like that's a really history. good point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did have a Jeopardy clip I skipped. What's this? Before stepping on the moon, he told Neil Armstrong he'd partially close the hatch, making sure not to lock it. Neil, good thought. Sarah. Who is Aldrin? Right. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Like, like have you ever locked your keys in the car or locked yourself out of the car? Like, once course, in your yeah. life? What if that one time was on the moon? <laughs> that is pretty crazy. He literally was like, hey, I didn't latch it all the way. So hey, I, put the way, de- I put the deadbolt. It's like when you're at the hotel and you flip the little thing down when you close the door to oh, go yeah, get yeah. ice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into uh, picking on the, this is, what is this, the best of the right, best of the left. Um, okay. Actually, for before we get to best of the right, I have one that's good for both of them, one for the both of you. This is uh, not Jimmy Buffett. Oh, do you like that quote? You know what that's from? One for the both of you. That's uh, from... Uh, Three, two, one, Tombstone. Yes. Yeah, God damn Doc it. Holiday. I couldn't yeah. come with it. That's all right. Yeah. You just woke up. Alan just woke up. <laughs> Well, look who decided to show. Uh, not Jimmy, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett explains uh, how he could end the U.S. deficit within five minutes. That's a Trumpian oh. claim. These problems are, are problems that have built up over decades, and there hasn't been a Congress that's been mature enough or a president that's been mature enough to take this head off. I, I, could, I, could, I could end the deficit in five minutes. You just pass a law that says that anytime there's a deficit of more than 3% of GDP, all sitting members of Congress are ineligible for re-election. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you've got the incentives in the right place, right? So it, it's capable of being done. And they're trying to use the incentive now that we're going to blow your brains out, America, you know, in terms of your, uh, of your, terms of your debt worthiness over time. And, and that's being used as a threat. Uh, a more effective threat would be just to say, if you guys can't get it done, we'll get some other guys to get it done. Uh, it seems pretty reasonable, right? I like it. Yeah. There was a brief time in the 90s where a bunch of politicians said they wanted term limits, and there was a big push for term limits in the 90s. Uh, the people that voted for the term limits signed a pact saying at the end of their when, when their term limits, if they would have been passed, whenever those arrive, they promised to leave. And none of them did. Maybe two of them did. I think two of them did. One of them had a sex scandal and retired to be like a like a real estate investment person. And the other person, there was another person that I think uh, left uh, and to be like a professor or or they went to like another government job. So which wasn't the fucking point. Wasn't the point. Shouldn't have a fucking career in politics. Certainly not enough to be make a fortune off of. But all right. So they pledged to do it and then didn't, is what you're saying. Yeah, well, the one one of the ones that did had a sex scandal, and they, they did. Right. Yeah. Um, it was a lady, okay. Alan, a lady sex Ooh, scandal. Lady. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's uh, solutions-oriented. That's what you expect from Warren yeah. Buffett. Yeah, uh, that or how about they just don't get paid? I mean, yeah. I, there's that. And then they're just going to start an OnlyFans, Alan. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Marjorie's showing us her feet. Look at all three of them toes. 
I got a Marjorie clip coming up. Uh, it's actually it's our, it's our second one. But first, uh, this is our best of the right. This is oh, that's a joke I've been wanting to make for a long time. You notice a lot of podcasts start with that. So my joke is, how does a podcaster walk into a room? How? But first, <laughs> every podcast is like, here's what we're going to talk about. Blah blah blah. But first, but first, but first. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Too many show titles in this. I don't even want to commit to it. Okay. Um, man, they just get better, though. Uh, so Thrash sent this in. This is a guy talking about uh, how Muslims can't be accounted in Congress because they didn't swear on his Bible or something like that. Here, get ready. Oh. Get ready. Uh, a Muslim member of Congress should be allowed to be in Congress. Why? Uh, under, Why? What, under what provision because of the Constitution? Because you have to swear on the Bible. You, when you you when you are before, I had to do it. I'm an elected official, three terms. I had to swear on a Bible. You have to swear on a Bible to be an elected official in the, in the United States of America. He alleges that a Muslim cannot do that ethically, swearing on the Bible. You don't actually have to swear on a Christian Bible. You can swear on anything, really. I don't know if you knew that. You can swear on a Jewish Bible. Oh, no, I swear on, a, on the Bible. Can... Is it a Jewish Bible or is it a different word? That sounds like Ricky Bobby talk, right? Help me, Jewish yeah, I... God. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> done it three times. I'm sure Jay. you have. I'm sure you've picked a Bible, but the law is not that you have to swear on a Christian Bible. That is not the law. He's staring. That's he's blinking. You, you don't know that? This is third blink, mouth. third blink. All right, Ted Crockett. With I the don't order. know. I, I know that uh, Donald Trump did it when he when we made him president <laughs> because he's Christian and he picked it. That's what he wanted. To, <laughs> that's what he wanted to swear in on. Uh, is that Jake Tapper? That is. Yes. I'm finally getting faces and names, Alan. Aren't you proud of me? <laughs> Very good. Very oh good. wow! Wow, that was so the good. Pentateuch, isn't it? What? The, the Pentateuch, isn't that? That sounds. I, that sounds like devil worshiping. No, but it's a pentagram. <laughs> you trying to say? Jews or Satan worshippers, Alan? No, no. It no, sounds no. like what you're saying. <laughs> this is not the show to joke about that on, you know, not. No. Um, I, I looked for a sound for if we ever stepped on it on a uh, uh, Semitic conversation. I don't seem to have a sound oh. for that. Listeners, send that in. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If uh, you sure? Okay. Um, I've, got, I've got, I've um, got, <laughs> I've got MTG. So Marjorie Taylor Green versus Lauren Bobert. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Uh they've had they've if you've been under a rock, before. okay, you know about this. Can you talk about this? Yeah. Do you know about this? It's uh Lauren Bobert and uh, Marjorie Taylor, you heard about this? It's, uh, yeah, she was pissed because she copied her. Um, oh, whoa! I didn't think you were gonna give the whole thing away. So her and her and so th- those two um, sassy, sassy congressmen. Isn't one of them a sassy. senator? No, they're both. They're both. They're both in the house. Uh, all right. So um, <laughs> that's right. So the the articles of impeachment start in the house, and the first person to send one in was Lauren Boebert, right? Right. Okay. Yes. And her and Marjorie shared words on the floor of the house. There was some speculation, and then they were able to catch up with Marjorie and ask her outside of it. So here's the first part. Of the most controversial Republicans in Congress had a profane exchange on the House floor today. They were, like, really the getting into it. was between Congresswoman Marjorie mm. Taylor Greene and they're, Lauren and Bobert. It was caught Body on language. camera. You can see them chatting there, and it led to mm-hmm. a lot of questions. There was reporting Pointing and head shaking. the word, and pardon my language here, or the phrase, little bitch, was thrown around. <laughs> when asked about it by reporters earlier today, Greene Which one? Which one? Who? Which one? Take bets. Who do you think called who a little bitch? 
I think that I think Marjorie I think called Marjorie Lauren. called Bobert. Yeah, Bobert, yeah, because as as trashy as Bobert is, I don't see her stooping that low. Mm. Yeah, Marjorie, maybe. Marjorie's got some fucking like Georgia Creek woman shit in her. Oh right? yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> Whereas Bobert's like Mountain Colorado town, like sure. poorly informed but articulate, right? Okay. They ask Marjorie. I will not confirm or deny. And Lauren Bobert said this. Yeah, I'm not in middle school. So, oh, middle school. Do you mean like the age of the women that your husband exposed himself to in that bowling alley? Oh, or do you? No, oh, okay. It's probably that, though. Probably that. Do you probably. think we have new enough listeners that we can explain that one more time? I love telling it. Because <laughs> his whole you trick was, hey, you wouldn't believe, you know, the size of this thing that I have. And like, no way. And, and then he's like, yeah, let me show you. Yeah. Of course, they didn't say no way. They said like, no, please don't. He's like, no, no, no. I know you don't believe me. Let me show you. And he's like, wow, I wouldn't believe how big his dick was. My brother didn't believe me. He believes me now. You don't want me to play that again, right? <laughs> don't play that again. Uh, don't play that again. Right. Can I just see if I have Believe's it? Me now. Sure. Believes me now. Believes me now. Believes me now. All that for that. <laughs> <laughs> Believes me now. Right. Um, where are we? That was the meth, right? That, that was, was the meth. Head. Yeah, he said, if you want to see me go from a very small limp. Okay. That's Flaccid. Smoke, smoke a little bit of meth. <laughs> You <laughs> jerked off in four strokes. You come like you wouldn't believe. Stop! Stop! Oh God, it's so gross. My <laughs> brother didn't now. believe me. My brother didn't believe me, but he came. His dick was his dick was even bigger than mine. Believes me now. <laughs> I, I can't. We can't do this. It's from Tom Segura's show. Like we like. Yeah, yeah. I know we're very different because we do news, but I just I feel like we overlap too much when we do that. Okay, neither of us are professional comedians, but I don't want to sound like I'm ripping off his shit. But believe me, now it's just too funny. Like that's that's got to be out there for everyone, you know? Yeah, right. for sure. Uh, I have a clip of just a normal candidate doing very normal thing. You know, like when candidates go out and they go to like, hey, I'm a normal person. I'm at like a fast food restaurant place, or I'm at a mm-hmm. restaurant. I'm talking to the average person and they might even be yeah and they'll be like oh well you know let let me buy this food for you so you would expect them to do that with someone this isn't someone with 71 indictments uh at least two grand juries possibly i guess three right no maybe four because it's new york miami georgia Georgia. and possibly a fourth one yeah uh yeah no 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 so not not the same thing as that this is this is just a totally normal candidate wants a blizzard Okay, I just my point is you don't have to treat him like he's a normal candidate and be like, look at him. He went somewhere. He's being an, uh, ever, like like you can talk about him as if he has been indicted with a lot of like a lot of bad things. Like it's not a stretch. Like it's OK to say that these are serious crimes he's accused of. But he doesn't know what a blizzard is. <laughs> how do you not know what a blizzard is when you eat that much fast food, right? right? Like, how are you this that? This man has been to a Dairy Queen for sure. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the blizzard, you <laughs> can turn it upside down, right? That's their whole yeah. thing. Like, that's an advertising <laughs> thing. Like, I don't even order blizzards. I know that. You're not better than me. That's like people are like, oh, I've never heard of New Girl. Never heard of it. It's like, all right, buddy. I didn't want to watch it either, but it's pretty good. Uh, also, did you notice he didn't say he's going to buy food for everyone? He said, no, he said take, take care, care of them. Take care of these people here. Let me. Take care of some people, okay?
That's that's not what you say when you're actually intending to pay for people because that that yeah, happened before at another stop where he said he was going to pay for everybody's food and he didn't, right? Is that true? I don't know. Yeah, that. when he was because he did a thing in Florida after his indictment, and I think he said he was going to pay for everyone's food and he didn't. Oh, right. Yeah. At that, okay, yeah, I remember I, that. I don't care, right but it's just when that's your flex. Your shit. It definitely sounded like he was saying comp them, not yeah. I'm gonna pay no, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take care of them. It's like, well, yeah, they're in line. Of course I'm gonna take care of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few clips here that are about Tucker Carlson. Um the first one this was Twitter show? This is this first one is from him doing an interview with Russell Brand. So wait, hold on, we're talking about Tucker. Tucker. Gotta get George Carlin in there. Um yeah. so this this to me just was an interesting outtake from when he was a guest on Russell Brand's show. Okay. I guess the only thing that bothers me is I'm 54. And when you get a little bit older and my wife and I, you know, our children are grown and we live in rural settings as you do, because mm. we believe in nature and God and dogs. What? What? And nature. And wait, what was that? Like, really? Cause mm. we believe in nature and God and dogs. Uh, I mean, Definitely believe it's an in odd three things to pick. I, I believe in two of those with certainty and I can <laughs> be persuaded on the third one, but so, you know, <laughs> nature and God and, and dogs. dogs. Oh, does he eat dogs? Yeah, there we go. Now it makes <laughs> more sense. That is his thing. Um, okay. So let's see. Um, so a couple, couple of him, this is a couple clips about, about Tucker. This first one is uh, John Ziegler from his podcast, uh, Death of Journalism. His on his newest episode, he he talks about a few, a bit of like a news recap and his take and spin on everything. And then he talks. This is his last clip about Tucker. He's talking about Tucker for a little bit here, right? Because uh, okay. he, because remember, he used to work for Tucker, and he had his phone right, number. right, he right. Texted him all the time until he called yeah. him out on some shit, and Tucker won't respond to him anymore because because Zig burns bridges. Oh, by the way, he said he's going to come on our show uh, in the fall. Oh, okay. Love him back on. Um, so this is a clip where he's talking about how he knows why Tucker was actually fired. Mm. This because I had a very very good source, and that source turned out to be vindicated in the Wall Street Journal. That the primary reason, and whenever something this shocking happens, there's always going to be multiple reasons. But the primary reason was that Tucker Carlson, in court documents related to the Dominion Voting Systems lawsuit, called his female boss, for lack of a better term, the C-word. And then oh when God. the lawyers came to him and said, hey, we've got this redacted, uh, you know, you might want to thank us for it. Tucker basically said, why? I want the world to know that she's the C-word. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. In 2023, that's a fireable offense. I didn't know that twist to it. Did you know that wrinkle that the lawyers brought it to him and said, we just saved your ass? And he's like, no, no, no. Unredact that. People should see if people are going to see this. He's a vindictive cunt. Kind of I like did not know that. that. No, yeah, I, I know that there was talk that he had kind of burned. Right. His boss. And, and we did know that he had like used a slur and we we might right. have predicted yeah. it was the C word. We say cunt in this house. Um, yeah, it was interesting. So, so that was his last clip about Tucker. Um, 
And one of the things he said was that Tucker kind of appeals to conspiracy theorists. And then he went on to spend the rest of his show talking about what he believed actually happened with JFK assassination, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, that's what he's going to come on the show about because I really liked his take on it. And uh, he promised that it's an original take that you haven't heard anyone make before. And I was like, I can't believe that because everyone has an idea about what happened to JFK. I listened to him. Sure. Hadn't heard that before. And I think you'll like it. And we'll, we'll have them on in the fall because it'll be the 60th anniversary. Ah, okay. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, I got, okay. So here's another Tucker clip. Tucker. Tucker. I'm Tucker. So this is Tucker from his show. And, um, I, I, would I, show is... yeah, I think so. I don't, it says <laughs> the Instagram account is Tucker Carlson today. So I don't know, Alan, I don't watch his show. Okay. Somebody sent this I to me. Either. Um, shout out to whoever sent this. I have no notes. Sorry. The, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say before, so I don't interrupt in the middle pseudo intellectual bullshit. Imagine you're on a commercial airline flight. The plane is just leveled out at 37,000 feet. You're closing your eyes for a nap and suddenly you smell smoke and it's not your imagination. You can see it. It's starting to fill the cabin all around you. People are hacking and choking. The guy in the next seat has a napkin pressed against his mouth. So clearly the airplane is on fire, but almost unbelievably, no one has said a word about it. Not a single person is acknowledging this is happening. Everyone is silent. So in panic, you yell for the flight attendant. There's smoke in the cabin, you say as if she hasn't noticed, but she stares at you with hard eyes. Shut up, racist, she replies. That's a dangerous Russian conspiracy theory. Stop spreading misinformation or I'll call TSA and have you arrested when we land. That sounds like a fever dream. But it's also pretty close to the experience of living in the United States at the moment. <laughs> you have to be willing to notice the obvious. And when they tell you you're not allowed to notice the obvious, you should be concerned. Imagine you were on a... All right, Alan, I'm sure you have thoughts. I know I interrupted with laughter. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> Jesus. I, I do have thoughts. Oh, uh, man. Like, who's saying you can't? You who's always know you who can't? he's talking about when he, based on... You can always tell who his intended audience is by who the wild example is that he uses in his storytelling, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, if he's saying in the story, they called you racist, his target audience is someone who's probably racist, right? <laughs> right. right? Like someone who keeps getting called racist is his target when right. it, now I get it. There's people that aren't racist and it's annoying that people keep accusing them of shit because they do a certain trait that people did up until five minutes ago which is a separate argument but that can't be your whole lane that can't be that's not enough people we we don't believe you you need more people actually they all believe you i don't believe you you need more people there aren't there can't be that many people like how is that your lane um this uh so, so then that kind of sets up this next clip because that's, that's basically what his lane is now, right? Ever since he left Fox, his whole thing is like, nobody talks about these things that we explicitly talk about. But if I say that, then you'll ignore that we are presently talking about them and you'll think that nobody except us is talking about them. That like, right, just, if I just said it in his tone of voice, that's what's going on, right? That is exactly what's going on. It's like literally all of us talk about this. Like, what, It's like we're mad about it, actually. Like we're considering Robert F. Kennedy Jr. because we don't like this president so much. Yeah, it's it's a thing. 70% don't want him to run, but they'll still vote for him since that's what they have to do. Right. right? There's yeah. no other option. There is. 
Now I'm off base. But that conversation's fucking happening. Like he and then he's having it. And, he's and, literally having it. And we've it. seen your texts. We know you don't believe what yep. you say to your audience. So this is just more shtick. So here's another version of it. North Korean dictator Kim Il-sung developed an enormous baseball-sized tumor on the back of his neck. It was huge. It was grotesque. It was right there. You couldn't ignore it. You couldn't possibly not see it. Not see. But in North Korea, state media did ignore it. They pretended it didn't exist. And so, in some important sense, it didn't. Thankfully, nothing like that is happening in our country or ever will. If Joe Biden ever developed some profound physical or medical problem that was obvious to everybody... Journalists would say something. This is not North Korea. We don't have state media here. If Joe Biden was, say, incapable of completing a full sentence or mistook his sister for his wife or suddenly started falling down in public for no reason, the New York Times would report on that and they get to the bottom of what was actually happening. That would be its duty in a free country like ours. It's not like they would cover it up. North okay, Korean like, dictator to, to, Kim Il-sung. Why want to stop? Why want to stop? Okay, so, uh, Alan, you do it. Do you want... I've talked too much. You do it. <laughs> so it has been reported on. Yes. It, it, it's been reported on extensively. Yes. It's talked about all the time. Like, it gets reported on too much by his old network to the point where it's like, okay, like, every little stupid thing. My favorite one was the one that we had fun with where we slowed it down a bunch of times where he was clearly saying... Well, I wouldn't say clearly. Nothing's clearly... <laughs> Nothing's clear. As clear, clearer than this. Him, uh, clearer <laughs> than that, he was saying, uh, I was told state secrets. And it right. sounded like, because he fucking mumbles, I, I, was, I, I, stole. I sold, stole state secrets. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and that got reported on by like Fox and those places. That, that, now, that doesn't get reported on on the other networks. But when he falls up the stairs or off his bike or any of these off dumb shits, yeah, that yeah. does get... But, and, yeah. and yeah, so like, I just... Like, I can't fucking stand it. I can't stand it. Like, people with the biggest megaphone talking about how nobody's saying the things that they're presently saying. <laughs> it's asinine. Well, it's not. It's a, it's a, it's, well, it's, a, it's, it's shtick. A, like, it, it's, it's a, a performance. It's a method. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But, like, we used to not fall for that, didn't No, we probably always fell for that. Mm, it's I just splashier now. Um, all right, that's it with that. Uh, here's a Montana legislature. We got two more for the right, and then I've got a lot of left. Don't worry, guys. Um, there's a Montana uh, legislator. So he co-sponsored a bill that had that denied gender-affirming care. Ah, oh, yes. Okay. Which, and his way of arguing it. Oh, no, it's a woman. It's a lady, Alan. Her way of doing it sounds an awful lot like pro-suicide. Now, I had a whole rant earlier about not misframing the the opposing side's argument. I think that's a stretch, but her literal example does imply that had that there that suicide was on the table for the person she's given tough love to. Here, here. Big issues that we have issues that we have heard today and we've talked about lately is that that without surgery, the risk of suicide goes way up. Well, I am one of those parents who lived with a daughter who was suicidal for three years. Someone once asked me, wouldn't I just do anything to help save her? And I really had to think. Wow. And the answer was... No, hold on. It might surprise you. I would just say, uh, not having a kid, I, I guess I don't get to have an, an opinion on this. But Alan, what does... What, I mean, would you have to think? No, you would just say yes. No. <laughs> I was not 
going to give in to her man- emotional manipulation because These she was kids. incapable of making those decisions and I had to make those decisions for this her. This fucking brat was, you know, emotionally manipulating her family. I was not wow. going to let her tear apart my family and I was not going to let her tear apart me because I had to be strong for her. I had to have vision for her life when she had none, was incapable of having none. I was lost. I was scared. I spent hours on the floor in prayer because I didn't know that when I woke up if my daughter was going to be alive or not. But I knew that I had to make those right decisions for her so that she would have a precious, successful adulthood at that time. How do you know? Like, how do you know, right? Like, what? Isn't there a non-zero chance that her life satisfaction will be lower having not gone through what she believes she needs. Like I get the argument. I am not ignorant to this and I'm not going to misframe the opponent. It's not an opponent. The the other side of this argument, argument. I get the, I get it. Like what happens when you regret it? And there's all the stories of, you know, uh, Oh, I've got, I've got breasts going, but the hair won't go away. Like I get it, but that's like, so you talk about that first. Hey, is that a potential? Is that really a possibility? That's wrong and unethical for any doctor to take you through a procedure without telling you that that is a potential. Like, but that doesn't take that being one of the possible ways of resolving that tension that that individual's feeling. That shouldn't take that off the table. And that's what this bill does. It removes the potential of using that. Yeah, it's odd the way she's framing the argument. Oh, yeah. That that, that I'd... It does sound pro-suicide, right? It's like, well, she might have died and it would have been bad. But thank God she ain't no queer, right? Beat that out of her. Because she she got three years older and now it's fine. Because what she said was for three years. That's exactly what she said. Yeah, I also think she said she was suicidal. She didn't say it was about trans. She said her daughter was suicidal, which I'm sure her daughter really loves as she's doing this. Yeah, uh, and something tells me that, that if she's that yeah, something tells me if she emotionally manipulates her family, she probably doesn't ask for consent before she tells personal stories like that. <sighs> I ran out of air because I had to cut you off, my friend and co-host, <laughs> who can have his own points on the show. I'm sorry. Um, all right, do you want to have a little laugh and we can get in, get out of here and make fun of the left? Yeah. All right. Let's. <laughs> this one's this one's lighthearted, fancy free. Mothers, oh, look okay. up your daughters. This is a Florida County Commissioner. He had, um, he had made, uh, I don't know. Some people think this is a slur. I, I, I think this is, I, I think this is a slur. Uh, and he was being called out about it. And in that like call out session, he, mm-hmm. he defended himself and he, uh, doubled down. Oh, okay. Nothing wrong. Your morals are very, very low. And you just use an ethnic slur joking around. Are you okay with that? You think the Jewish community is okay with what you said, Sam? The fact that I walk in and say, hey, I'm going to have to G you down is not an ethnic slur. That has nothing to do. I'm not referring. Okay. I'm not referring to the Jewish community. Okay. I use that term as an adjective, as a descriptive word of bargaining them down. Oh, my God. Wow. I I can't believe it. I I can't believe it. Like, I've, I've, I've worked around people that... So I went, uh, my boss at an old company, he, uh, took us out on a fishing trip and he used that 
to how he had to like negotiate with the captain. And I just said to his face, I was like, Hey man, I'm not comfortable with you saying that. And he didn't hate me for that. We were friends for like five years longer until I moved. Like, right. but like, no, people, like, can't believe that. But that so, so the argument that he's making is that <laughs> it it's not offensive because I don't think it's yes. offensive. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of that what kind of, that circular argument, right? Like right. that's uh, some kind of a logical fallacy, right? Yeah. Right. That's I mean you could say that about anything. That right. It doesn't work. No, that's I thought that, that too. That's yeah. not how the world works. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, bro, just cuz well, I don't think it's offensive, so I can say it cuz it's not offensive to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the whole point of being that's not how this works. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Hey, uh, I think earlier I thought that this, uh, that clip I was playing with Jen Psaki as the press secretary. Oh, we're making fun of the left now. Uh, this is okay. best of the left. Um, my, my note from this is, so this is the, the press secretary was chastising the media for okay. her opinion, irresponsibly reporting. And I don't care which administration's in power. I'm going to have the side of the reporters when I hear something like that. When the fucking spokes hole for the government says, you guys are being irresponsible with how you're sharing your facts. It's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not listening to you uh, here. Just asking again, can we just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So, <laughs> um, you know, there has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family. And, uh, and so I got to call that out here. And I have been very clear. I was clear uh, two days ago when talking about this over and over again as I was being asked a question. As you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. Yeah, they were not he here left Friday. It. They were not here Saturday. It's not the first time he left something somewhere. They were not here Sunday. <laughs> they were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible and and um i'll just leave it there i'm just yeah i uh, i'm i'm not gonna have the side of the white house spokesperson when i hear some bullshit like that i'm sorry and i think the fine why is nobody saying this case closed hunter biden's not in a library ever <laughs> the reporter asking the question you can tell like look at her face yeah. as she's asking it is almost like I'm going to say this. It's going to like, whatever. She's laughing as she right. asked the question almost. Uh, I don't know. She's it's, not taking it seriously. You can handle this. It's okay. And yeah. and like, you can just answer that in a way that doesn't turn it into now you're the story, right? Like what's the one right. goal on Twitter? Don't be the main character of Twitter. That's how Elon fucked up. He became the main character on Twitter, like permanently. <laughs> the permanent main character yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you just say, no, they weren't here. It's, it's, yeah. Obviously. Yep. Yeah. You, yeah. Um, so this next clip but is there is like this. There's this urge for, to be like be preachy. I think when you're in that role, sometimes. Yeah, but don't you? Aren't isn't the whole point of resist you having, the urge? Yes, I'm just going to use the exact yes. words. Yes, yeah. Like you know, I have to get told that my whole life because I have ADHD. I will never be someone's press secretary. That's a trait <laughs> that comes with it. That's like when we complain about cops. It's like I expect you to have more self control than this. Like when that guy's right. hand was shaking because Natasha was asking for his badge number, like, really? Like, this is the wrong line of work for you. You need to be cool in these moments, bud. Also, yeah. son of a bitch, I should have asked for his, his sergeant to confirm that he couldn't give us a warning. Of course, that's the first thing that my friend tells me when I told him this story. I'm like, God damn it. I know. I know. I know. Handled it poorly. I'm mad at myself. <laughs> Not Natasha, though. Uh, oh, this is Hillary trolling Donald Trump. But uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. 
you know, the only... So, so the way it's being reported is Hillary is saying the quiet part out loud, but it's because it's sarcasm and satire. I, th- okay. I think... The other adversary of ours who's anywhere near as good as the Russians is China. So why should Russia have all the fun? And since Russia is clearly backing Republicans, why don't we ask China to back us? I hereby tonight ask China. That's right. And not only that, China, if you're listening, why don't you get Trump's tax returns? I'm sure our media would richly reward you. You So what this is, is one of those duets where people remix uh, a news story as a reel and they don't do anything. They just show their face and that gets a million fucking likes. Uh, So frustrating. It's like... Like you can't just reshare a news item. You have to put your face in it and then the algorithm promotes it. It's like, well, that's objectively worse. Like, I don't need to look at you anyway. Um, her reacting to Hillary was like, can you believe it? She's saying the quiet part out loud. It's like, no, no. What did Trump say? Alan <laughs> said Russia should get the emails. And, yes. Those yeah. 30, WikiLeaks, emails. WikiLeaks and, yeah, yeah. and Russia. Yeah. And so she said the same thing with China as a, a display of sarcasm as okay. a display of how stupid that would look if you know any right, politician right. said that that said you fucking idiot like <laughs> i didn't want you to be president but we got donald trump because of your dumb shit don't get on there and get fucking cute nobody wants to listen to you they as rachel maddow brought her on so i don't know is that where it was Blame, didn't it sound like rachel there was some woman talking assuming that it was oh, on I msnbc the, i didn't hear the reporter no. um but yeah obviously it's, it's sarcasm it's obviously also if you say that it, it can be taken out of context easily and that's what's happening right like like you can say and be like oh that was i was being sarcastic but somebody that wants to spin the message the opposite way is, is going to be like well i didn't i didn't hear sarcasm i just heard her saying the quiet part out loud right um, I am. So she put herself in that position. Totally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah I get you. Yeah. Um, I am going to play this, even though we did touch on cluster munitions already. I forgot I put this here. I think it was one of the first clips I added to the sheet last week. Um, so this is the national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, who has not done a great job as a press secretary. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's said a lot of, he's put his foot in his mouth quite a bit. Um, so this was on Friday after they announced they were sending cluster munitions to Ukraine. This is him defending it. And I, uh, I, Paul sent this in. I tend to agree with Paul. You know, if, if it was a Republican administration that agreed to sending this, the left would be up in arms, pun intended. So the bottom line is this. We recognize that cluster munitions create a risk of civilian harm from unexploded ordnance. But they're Ukraine. This is why we've the defer, deferred the decision for as long as we could. But there is also a massive risk of civilian harm if Russian troops and tanks roll over Ukrainian positions and take more Ukrainian territory and subjugate more Ukrainian civilians because Ukraine does not have enough artillery. That is intolerable to us. So the um, yeah, like if he was talking about if we if we were talking about a Republican administration, I think that wouldn't be enough for us to just move on from it. They did this on a Friday for a reason. <clears throat> news cycle right yeah yeah uh i would agree I, I think that that's probably true do you want to do you want to move on i haven't played a kamala clip in a while oh so this do is uh, yeah this is her yeah uh do not come i'm a, <laughs> I'm a human i'm coming uh so this is did you ever watch that show veep 
No, I didn't. I never. You know did. what? We should go. Me and Natasha. Natasha, when you listen to this, we got to watch Veep. Uh, that's on I heard HBO. It was good. Yeah, I've heard it was great. Uh, it's on HBO. I didn't have HBO all the time, so I never. I think I, I never missed watched seasons. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Elaine from Seinfeld, is the vice president, and the whole joke is that she's out of her depth. Um, mm, right. Right. Uh, yeah, I hadn't connected this till now. Um, her and Kamala, same thing. Watch. Words have many meanings, is, and sometimes instead v. of conveying our meaning, they can suggest other meanings. When we talk about the children of the community, they are a children of the community. Well, we are the United States of America because we are united. And we are states. The significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. Whatever we have in store cannot be known. The past was once oh the future. Oh, my God. The future is, I should say, unknown. Whoa. We got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. <laughs> Obesity is a serious disease, and it needs to be taken seriously. Certain issues are just settled. Clearly, we're not. No, that's right. And that's why I do believe that we are living, sadly, in um, real unsettled, unsettled times. times. Yes. Words have <laughs> that one was so bad. Wow. Uh, I thought they were going to have an example of her saying that same one too, but God, uh, yeah, similarities are definitely there. Uncanny. Yeah. Yep. Um, she were talking about school buses. I don't have that clip. I know you love the school bus clip. Um, <laughs> the I have this. So this is. Let me let me see. I got to move the cursor at some point in this. Oh, the, uh, I think this is more Kamala. It, it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And, and and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy because, oh you know, it comes in the morning. <laughs> Was that like a phrase that I they, so she this is that essence, which I think is the like a black convention festival okay. thing. Um, and so is this something that like, I don't get because I'm too Caucasian. I'm fine with that. I don't get it. It comes in the morning. It comes in the morning. I don't know what that, I mean, get those boners. (laughs) It's probably not it though. It comes in the, Uh, do not come. I'm a human. I'm coming. It's the morning. There There we go. That all worked out. Uh, Zach sent that. Thanks. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Uh, this is, uh, oh, you want to hear what Hunter Biden sounded like after they, uh, after they found his Coke? Oh, do tell. Yeah, come on. Whoever did this, just confess. We promise we won't be mad. You know what's driving me nuts? It could literally be any one of us. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> What's it from? That's uh, I think you should leave when he's in the hot dog costume and he crashes his hot dog car into the store and then he gets out in front of everybody and gaslights them into saying it was someone else. Yes. That is such a great sketch. That's the first sketch of the whole show, isn't it? It can literally be anyone. Yes. It is the first. Have you watched the, uh, uh, have you watched any of the new season yet? Um, I think I watched one or two episodes. Yeah. Same. I think, I think I've watched yeah. maybe three. They're so short. Yeah, they are. Yeah. There's people going around putting the little uh, cigar and the top hat or the little uh, fedora <laughs> on. That's from episode one, I think. Oh, we're not going to yeah, so. talk about that. Um, what's next? What's next? Oh, 
Uh, oh my God. Felina's Josh sent this in. This is, uh, this is going to blow your fucking mind, dude. Uh, this is a good example of one of the ones where it's like, okay, I know what he was saying, but come on, man. Like at what point, what, like when's too much, like four more years of, I mean, it's going to get worse, right? It's like, that's an exponential curve, right? You, you haven't heard it yet. Now it is my great honor to introduce the President of the United States, President Joe Biden. So Pete Buttigieg goes off stage after introducing Biden. He whispers thanks. That was kind of nice. He kind of shuffles. Thank in. you, Secretary Buttigieg. <laughs> Booty juice, right? Booty juice. Uh, thank you, Secretary Booty juice. Booty juice. That'd be decent. Decent show title. There's too many. So we have, uh, <laughs> still many. Yeah, it's a cornucopia. It's a veritable cornucopia. Uh, booty juice. Unbelievable. Thanks, Josh. Um, and I don't know. This clip says run out of ammo. I don't even know what this is. This is um, Trump. <laughs> nope. Got him wrong again. This is Biden. Biden coming off <clears throat> giving a speech, and uh, he's being asked questions by reporters about um, why... Uh, well, I think I think he was being asked why we're giving them cluster munitions. Yeah, it was. Um, mm, okay. And and at the very end of this, it's nine seconds long. Look, the last second and a half is, is a surprising answer here. Mr. President, any update on the cocaine? On the cluster munitions, why now? On the cluster munitions, or why now? Ready? Ready. We run out of ammunition. Because we ran out of ammunition. <laughs> And just <laughs> drops the mic. Just keeps going. I mean, I understand what he's saying. But Do you? Yeah, he's saying that they ran out of the other stuff, so they have to use this. Don't say that. Right? Like, That's what he's saying. Are, are you going to go with less is more? Because I think more is more if you're going to open your mouth. I'm not saying it's good. Very much <laughs> less, as in zero, or do the whole explanation. Don't do that. Trust me, I get this. I'm always uh, uh, half the time on the show when I'm editing. I'm like, nope, you did that thing again. You, 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 you had a whole thought. You said five of the words. Turns out everyone listening can't read your mind. You're going to have to delete that segment. <laughs> Alan's laughing because it's true. Um, all right, that's it for making fun of the left. Uh, let's get okay. into our... I don't know where it is anymore. It's another battle in the culture wars. Oh, not the culture wars. They're worried about a culture war. Culture wars. Stop with the culture wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a culture war. Um, this first one is one of these man on the street interviews. Uh, I think the punchline on this is where his merchandise is made. I've been infiltrated with Marxist Chinese communist propaganda. But now that we have. Can, I see, can I see the half for a second? So this says, so hold on. So we've been infiltrated with Chi Marxist Chinese Marxist. propaganda. And now that we have China, Joe, so this says fuck Biden. That's awesome. And it's made in the, no. what's PRC? Not real sure. PRC. It ain't China though. So I'm feeling like yeah. that's a victory. Yeah. PRC couldn't be people's Republic of China. That's sad. Do these ever make you feel bad? Yes. <laughs> that was a long pause. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think that sometimes the the uh, stupidity of people is, is impressive. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, man. 
listeners, he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. I know he doesn't mean it. He thought long enough. He said, oh, I have to say yes. At the, or I have to say no at this point. Um, here's a, uh, this guy's kind of a douchebag, right? Like, aren't those Lincoln Project guys all, that's yeah, a good example of like, the people that are pushing any movement are usually not people that you want to look up to. Mm. Um, you know, sure. they're, they're people that can organize things, you know, that, right. um, I feel like that was one of the things with BLM that never bothered me because I was like, well, I mean, yeah, organizers of groups tend to kind of either have ulterior motives or succumb to the, you know, the trappings of power. Right. Mm. Yes, uh, and it's like, look at this. Nobody's guarding this money. Nobody will notice embezzlement. <laughs> the IRS does. Uh, okay. Um, this, so Lincoln project, I don't know what his flaws are, but I know I don't, I'm not supposed to like him. Um, okay. <laughs> this is him on your Ari Melbourne show. If a large criminal organization was running this instead of the Republican party, how would they act any differently? If the mafia was in charge instead of the Republican party, wouldn't they go after the GOJ? Wouldn't they go after the FBI? Wouldn't they do everything they can to protect their boss? And what we're going to have in this primary is you do have some candidates out there. A couple of them, I'm proud to say, were former clients of mine, um, Governor Hutchinson and Governor Christie, um, that are going to present a different view. It's good to know. And we're going to see how the market responds to that. Former clients. We'll have a very clear idea if Republicans want an alternative, because they're going to have an alternative. Um, but I think that uh, Trump is what the Republican Party wants to be, which is why Trumpism and the Republican Party are really the same thing now. Uh, and this works. America! Was loud coming in from that one. Sorry, that, that was, was so quiet. Came in hot. Yeah, I I don't have a lot to say about that. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's funny that he says they were former clients, and I, I that was the part I that stuck out to ran, me too. Yeah, go ahead. I think he ran some sort of uh, I even think of the like uh, you were gonna say like a four hundred one c. No, I think he ran like a um like a marketing or something kind of company. oh. Maybe. Um, so they employed him to uh, do some of their marketing. I, think. I see. So I see. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it was. I mean, he's savvy in media. I've got to sure. say that. That's sure. his lane. Uh, do you want to hear about a shitty? So we're in the culture wars. Do you want to hear about yeah. a shitty? Uh, so he's a superintendent. Is that what it is? Where is this? Yeah. So it's a superintendent for the state of Oklahoma. Okay. Like he, superintendent of the I don't know what that means. Like, is it superintendent like on a job site or is it like the, like the superintendent of a building? Oh, like a super. Okay. That's probably not right for the state, but it's the same role. So he just like doesn't fix your shit and uh, tells you how much (laughs) rent yells at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, You got to avoid him. Um, I'd recommend avoiding this guy. So he gives a long rant in this clip about what CRT is and makes his logical case for rejecting it. And then he's, and then he's faced with someone saying, someone challenging him, why, why not talk about a certain other subject? Because that would fit within that definition. Okay. He says he wants to talk about that subject, but then he has to explain why he would still want to talk about it. Okay. Here's what he's trying to do. He wants to say that what, critical race theory is after making that logical argument he is because that's the right thing to to say in oklahoma right like what's wrong mm-hmm. with crt right then right. because he's in oklahoma he's confronted with well what about the tulsa race 
massacre. Mm, okay. And the right thing to say, no matter what political party, is that that was a horrible thing. And yes, that should be taught in school as part of our history. And then he's has to f- face whether or not he would discuss the racial aspect of it because <laughs> under his definition of CRT, he can't talk about that. So here's how, here's how that sounds to have to do that. Okay. Not fall under your decor. Also race massacre, not fall under your definition of CRT. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't address that part. I would never tell a kid that because of your race, because of your color of your skin, or your gender, or anything like that, you are less of a person or, an, or are inherently racist. That doesn't mean you don't judge the actions of individuals. Oh, you can absolutely, that, historically you should. This was right, this was wrong. They did this for this reason. But to say it was inherent in that because of their skin is where I say that is critical race theory. You're saying that a race defines a person. I reject that. So I would say you be judgmental of the of the issue, of the action, of the content, of, of, of the character of the individual. Absolutely. I, I think he has a chance here, and maybe he doesn't dig as deep as it sounds. Like, it, is there a needle to thread to say, yes, teach that. I can tell you that critical race theory should be wrong. But you can talk about the history of someone being racist and not say that everyone is race. Every white person in his fear is is racist, right? I think that's what he's trying to say. Okay. Yeah. But let's not tie it to the skin color and say that the skin color determined it. One more follow-up. How does the Tulsa race massacre not fall you. under your definition of CRT? Uh, I, I answered it. That, that's my answer. And again, I, I felt the like, Tulsa you know, race massacre was a race massacre. I, How does it not I, fall under CRT? I, I'll, I'll answer your question. I do appreciate very respectful. The hundred years of silence was about race. How does that not fall? How does that not qualify for CRT? Uh, I appreciate your so the point is you can't teach that under his definition, but you can say that there was a race riot, right? <laughs> I get. I, I, he's kind of backed himself into a logical. Well, is the guy uh, asking him, making a circular argument that it's called the race riot? Therefore, I mean, it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what he's saying is that if you're going to talk about things like that that happened in the past, you necessarily have to address the racial component of it. Can you help me square something? Sure. So when we were in school. The internet was new, and at that age, people would talk in, in class like, hey, we're learning this, but there's more to it. And you'd go on on the internet and find articles at the time. There wasn't like Wikipedia or stuff. Or right. you'd find like message boards. Um, <laughs> but like you would go and be like, well, actually, there's this that seems like a little bit. And the government's kind of not giving us the full story because they don't want to tell the history of our past in the full racial aspect. Classic example is they didn't address slavery, slave owners, right? Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now that same generation grew up, had kids and it got to the point where their kids were going to actually learn what they felt like they should have learned. Mm, And then now they don't want their kids. to. Yeah. They're like, no, not like that. Right. Is it just because school boards tend to be democratic? I don't know if that's even true. Certainly I don't even big, know if that's cer- true or cer- not. Certainly in big Either. cities. I mean, there, <laughs> it is odd. Like, I remember, like, finding out about the whole Tulsa thing. Years later. later. Yeah. Much later than right. I should have found out about it. Like, that was, 
you know, with Black Wall Street. And this is this is yeah, Greenwood. This is literally this is in Oklahoma. Like, you know, we had to learn about the gold rush and Sutter's Fort and Sure. You know, Sutter's Mill. Sorry, almost didn't pass fourth grade. Uh, You you know, like that. You should learn about this. That's a big part. You got the land rush. You got the undefeated Sooners from 50 to 53. And you've got the race massacre. (laughs) Three things that happened. I mean, you should learn about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sooners (laughs) were undefeated four years straight. If you were a freshman, you graduated and never lost a game. That's pretty wild. Uh, those are things you should know. There weren't a lot of black people playing back then, Alan. Mm, yeah, I imagine not. <laughs> I imagine not. Uh, oh, next clip. Sound good? Let's do We're it. We're still in the culture wars. Um, this is DeSantis. How do you spell faux pas? <laughs> it's French. Did I spell oh, it right? French. Oh, the French. Did I spell it right? Uh, I don't think so. Damn it. No. It's fox no, paw, right? It's fox paw. Yeah, there's That's... not a, I don't think there's a W, though. I didn't put it. Oh, what do you put? Is it one word? Can I tell you why I don't know this? <laughs> there was an episode. I knew the word faux pas, right? Like right, I understood right. it. And then I watched an episode of The Daily Show and this idiot who was like running for local, you know, mayor, uh, he goes, that's a fox paw. And they isolated <laughs> it. And it was the funniest thing. But now I'm like, well, do you spell it fox paw or F A U X P A? That'd be a good show title, too. Oh, uh, DeSantis made a faux pas. Achilles, Ron DeSantis? Achilles. That's what you're going with? Love this guy. You fucking piece of potato, homeschooled moron. You. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what happened? Uh, Well, uh, this first of all, this is the guy. I don't know about the Achilles thing yet, but this is the guy that just screams. He's so funny. Clearly. (laughs) Okay, remember this, though? Pejorative terms because they're short. Overripe stuffed shirt. Ron DeSantis released an attack ad trying to fucking claim that Trump was woke. Look at all these things Trump said back in the day about like, I don't know, man, fucking gay people exist. Like that was it. That's all Trump ever fucking said. And then brought in a bunch of people for policies that made gay people's lives worse. But Ron was like, no, Trump is woke because Ron doesn't know what woke is. Ron DeSantis has no idea. And so he made a fucking campaign attack ad that is a doomer edit. I can't even post it on this fucking app. I, if I, I was told it's reminiscent of the volleyball scene in Top Gun as an example of what masculinity is, which is like, mm, I think you missed the point on that part. Because <laughs> it'd be taken down for fucking <laughs> guidelines. But let me just describe for you real quick. The ad starts out with somebody being like, oh, Mr. Trump, what bathroom would you let, let Caitlyn Jenner use? The rich people bathroom, you fucking moron, Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Go fight a fake cartoon mouse, number one. But number two, after all this stuff, they have fucking Tyler, the creator, an edit of Tyler, the creator, famously super straight Tyler, the creator. Can you hear the fucking sarcasm in my mouth? (laughs) Fucking Ron DeSantis' homeschooled comms team. (laughs) Tyler, the creator. No. And then it just plays clips of Ron DeSantis acting all macho. Like a fucking just walking around. Cut in with headlines of Ron DeSantis just hurting gay people with every fucking signature of a pen he could do. And then there's intercuts of shirtless men and the big Chad Chin dudes. But that's not the best part. There's also intercut images 
while this drumming bass line is playing, it's showing you Ron DeSantis, hate bills, muscle men, and then they show you the Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> Pinky Blinders. Uh-huh. Yeah. American Psycho. He's comparing himself to American Psycho. <laughs> and Achilles is there. Famously gay Greek <laughs> <Patrick> Achilles. <laughs> Achilles one time wrecked an army because he couldn't wreck his boy's hole yeah. anymore. I want you to understand <laughs> that. Remember the man Patrick wrecked Lee's a whole army to wreck a hole. <laughs> That's his famous thing. That was his thing. Achilles' whole thing was fucking dudes. That's so funny. I'm so glad I didn't make Run. it this far. You suck at everything. You're not even good at being a bigot. You're like, look at me. I'm King Bigot. And you compared yourself to one of the strongest, gayest men in history. Go sit down, Ron. He's done, though. Okay, thank God. Pejorative terms, because they're short. Oh. I that, love that guy. I, I, I don't know. I need show? about half of it. Yes, I don't know. Uh, Pearl Mania 500. I, I do like it. It's a lot, man. That's it's a lot. lot. Holy shit. I need to fucking... I need Shower. to sit down. Okay. Um, how does he not have hypertension? There's, there's no saying he doesn't. Sure. Um, good points. Good points. Points Points over there. Uh, Liz fucking Cheney. Liz Cheney. Um, oh. She's got her fucking moment in the sun. Uh, she... In our politics is create a situation where... We're electing idiots. <laughs> and um, what, like your dad's old boss? <laughs> uh, actually, he wasn't elected. Mm-hmm. She said we were electing idiots. George Bush wasn't elected. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, I don't think you're wrong. No, no I think, uh, yeah. The, I mean, the French the, brothers. I was bros. literally going to say that. Yes, and his cousin yes. or something in Florida, yeah. state, um, state secretary of state, Supreme Court, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to hear our wackadoo of the week? I'd love, please. Okay. It came out. It was Corona, right? Corona. Corona is six letters. Okay. When you use gematria and you say A is gematria. So Gematria, I I had a clip I was going to play about Gematria like a year ago. And I was like, I just, I, I can't. Like, it's two bananas. Gematria makes astrology look like, okay. Like, norm, normally the chick starts talking about astrology. You're like, this is done. We're done. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll smash, but we're done. I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> uh, but like, I'll listen to it. The Gematria start makes fucking crystals. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It makes crystal people look totally normal. Love you, Natasha. One, B is two, C is three. And okay, so what I did talk over is, so in Gematria, first of all, the rules aren't even, as she'll explain later in the clip, the rules aren't even consistent. But I, ideally, it's the letter A is the number one, the letter B is the number two, three, four, all the way to 26. Um, but they're, they're fast and loose with it. So just buckle up. She's going to talk about Gematria, talking about Corona. I think that you know the devil's coming up, right? If you're doing numbers, 666 is in there, I'm sure. You put Corona lined out at 66. So that's 666. But we found that out. So they're saying the white wing crazies found it out. So they changed it to COVID-19, which is C. What is this? C, right? To C, yeah. Ovid. Look it up. Ovid means sheep. 
Are you looking 19 military code for surrender. See, sheep, surrender. That's no joke. Wow, that, I, that is actually retarded. the first I've heard of that. When it came out, it was Corona, right? Uh, I'm Ooh. sorry I played the clip over it. I'm not going to play the R word. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, also, it could just be the year 19. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to look? What is Ovid? An ancient Roman poet, author. Oh, Ovid, yeah. Just, just look uh, up his Ovid sheep. First, the first headline COVID 19 does not mean see a sheep surrender. Because <laughs> uh, I want to know if that military code is even right. I mean, five, nine, the COVID on. We don't want to be, spread misinformation, Alan. Oh, what if this, she's right? What if she's right? Oh, this is a g- genus of mammals. Um, so an Ovid might be an Ovis. Yeah, an Ovid is a domestic sheep. Okay. All right. And what's uh, military code 19, Alan? Do you got your military code memorized? I am not up. I'm going to look it up. I have, uh, I have on the desk just for moments where the internet isn't around anymore. This is uh, it's a Thomas J. Glover pocket reference. It's probably about four inches tall by two and a half inches wide, uh, probably an inch and a quarter thick. Um, and it's got what I've got fuses, small tube type fuses. Uh, I can tell you their type, the, um, diameter in inches and whether it's a fast blow fuse or, or not. And at what time and, uh, load, this is useful information. Okay. That's okay. Maybe that wasn't the best one. Clothing sizes in the U S versus Europe. I've got a chart that'll compare that. See that. Okay. Um, and what about this one? North America area codes by area code. That seems helpful. Uh, general science. There's a whole category here. I've got frequencies and names. That's kind of neat. Uh, planetary data, um, fuels, combustion temperatures. Okay. Oh, useful information. Right, right? No, I got it all right here. Huh? Did you find anything about military code 19? I, I did not find anything about military code 19. Oh, okay. No, sadly. What about order I cannot 66? Confirm, I cannot confirm or okay, deny. So she's probably right. Um, so this guy goes yeah, to clearly the state. She's... <laughs> this guy goes to the state. That's what it that sounded like you said. This guy goes to the state capitol in Tennessee to ask the hard questions about the drag bill and gets an, a quest answer that would surprise He's talking to people about the, the recent law that passed uh, limiting drag performances. Uh, how do you feel about that? I think it's stupid. It's government overreach. And, I mean, let people live their lives. And that's basically been my take the whole time, you know. Yeah, not a bad take. No, you, I don't want your kids here. They don't either. Um, you know, as I've said a thousand times, give me the example of the creep, and I'm going to tell you every time that they should get child protective services. Like if you, when you get, like I've seen the videos where someone's clearly like dancing provocatively on a child, and man, woman, trans, drag, doing that would Doesn't be matter. inappropriate. Like there's laws for that already. Don't fucking do that. Now someone can dress in a costume and, you know, pretend to take their clothes off. Burlesque in itself is a farce of something like, like it's in the name. Like don't, I I can, I conflate burlesque and drag though. Excuse me. There's different drag shows than what I see at burlesque shows. I should also point that out. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, you want to hear some Congressman nice guy? We'll close up the culture wars. Yeah. I like Congressman nice guy. Yeah, me too. What's his name? Jeff Jackson, North Carolina. Come on the show. Just passed an $890 billion defense bill. I was in the room for it because I'm on the Armed Services Committee. And here's how it went down. 
this bill is huge. All these different parts are under construction for months. Then we bring them all together and we vote on the whole thing. On that day, hundreds of extra amendments get filed by members who want to get something specific in the bill. This year, there were over 800 amendments. So we do this marathon day where we vote on all this. And this year we finished at 1 a.m. And there are two things you should know about this day. First, a lot of it is designed to fool you. Tons of these amendments are not good faith efforts to try and improve the bill. They're just fake outrage amendments. It's culture war stuff that takes the place of actual scrutiny over the immense number of policy decisions that are in the bill. I mean, you can imagine how much stuff is in the annual defense bill. And most of the people on this committee are very serious people. But this day, the one with the most reporters and cameras in the room, is not the day for serious people. For the most part, it was the March of the Phonies. Second, on this day, the chair of the committee has a very specific job. His job is to say no to his own party. Why? Because he knows that some of the amendments his party is proposing are deal breakers for the other party, and he wants a big bipartisan vote coming out of committee to give the bill the best possible chance of passing the whole house. And this this is different than the one that Tommy Tuberville's Oh, this was the house. So it's in the, the Senate house. now. Not he's the a Senate. senator. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Cuz the Senate is so they passed it is what he's saying. There's a little bit more in this. Do you want to talk about that after he finishes? Probably, huh? Um, yeah, let him finish. Yeah. And he did a great job of knocking away the real grenades that would have blown up the whole thing. He definitely knew what he was doing. It was pretty impressive. Don't he let in just enough culture war stuff to satisfy his party without going that step too far that could sink the whole thing. But the grenade throwers are about to get another chance because now that it's past committee, it goes to the whole house where anyone can propose an amendment and he can't stop them. So the grenade throwers could still blow up the bill, but that's not what they really want. All they really want is a little attention from you. So that's the latest and I'll keep you posted. We just interesting. Yeah. So uh, now that I, it's like in, that I do too. I love his, I mean, isn't the entire point that we will elect you and you'll go make decisions in our, on our behalf. And yeah. hopefully, you know, you're someone that's trustworthy and you prove your trust, trustworthiness will keep electing you. Right. Like that's the whole game. Right. Right. He's so transparent though. Yeah, that's what I mean. He like, explains everything. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's I did great. that thing again where I only said three of the five words. <laughs> that was helpful. Thanks. Um, no, I like him. Let me play a little. Okay. Let's get into some of our big stories we didn't cover. Uh, let's talk about China for a minute here. Um, this did not get any coverage here in the States. Um, Has Xi Jinping on, uh, well, well, hold on, let, let's let him set it up. This is China Uncensored. Gone mad with power. His latest. Ooh, uh, Xi Jinping gone mm-hmm. mad with power. Uh, I actually thought I had this open. I, I closed the window. It's uh, right about here. He might try to establish himself as the de facto emperor of the Red Dynasty and establish a new autocracy with echoes of the Chinese imperial system with Xi Jinping thought as the cornerstone of a new civilization. That's probably crazy though, right? Xi Jinping wouldn't do that, right? He doesn't have any imperial ambitions, right? These are all images of him having very grand, um, very imperial, imperial looking festivals and and ceremonies. Um, This is six and a half minutes into this show. Uh, In the, in the prior times he'd spent explaining how he's sort of expanded his grip on power. Um, my video just went weird. Sorry. How he expanded his grip on power and how he, uh, how he replaced like anything that referenced Mao or any of the prior mm-hmm. versions of what their system, what their teachings are called with uh, Xi Jinping thought. So that's what all that background is. So 
Um, this next part explains. So, so I get it. We went zero to 60. Like, you know, he's, he's up there talking about how he's going to expand and be a God emperor or something, the red dragon or whatever. Um, yeah, we're going to get into a little bit more of why this could actually be a way for Xi to survive the collapse of the communist party. China is facing unprecedented tribulations. The population is shrinking. Youth unemployment is at an all time high. And protests are erupting that specifically call out the Chinese Communist Party. And like any good captain, she is intent on being the first on a lifeboat and watching the ship sink from a safe distance. <laughs> she might try to pin all the troubles on the Communist Party, dissolve it and any restraints still left on him by the Marxist-Lenin system, and position himself as the overseer of a transition to a new era. Of course, the most likely thing is that she will end up alienating everyone in the party and everyone in China, and everyone will put the blame squarely on his head, which might not then remain attached to his shoulders. All right. That's <laughs> enough of that. Uh, you watch the whole episode. Um, the, that, I mean, that's so it's OK. So for, my first thought is, yeah, I don't think we really considered that. You know, we're sitting here going, ha, 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 the CCP is going to collapse. And I guess just whoever's in charge is going to go down with it. But he has sort of laid the groundwork with establishing, you know, what he calls it. Um, I thought I wrote it down. Chinese so, socialism with Chinese th- Xi Jinping Marxism with cult- Chinese cultural thought. I can't remember. Like they have these names, this like long drawn out name for it. And uh, yeah, that that can be what you indoctrinate your, indoctrinate your population in, so that you can transition through the collapse. That he also he's not. I mean, if Peter Zion's talking about it, and we feel so informed because we read his book, something tells me he might have have an idea about that coming too. Yeah, I, I don't know that he needs to transition out of the party. He is the party at this point. Um, well, how'd that work out so, for Trump? Well, we don't know yet. Eh, we don't know we don't, yet. Yeah, that's true. It's true. We don't. Um, I have, uh, I've got a couple of clips about Ukraine. Okay. Uh, this one's from New Girl. Okay. Marrying Nick. Duh. Oh, kind of love that. All right, well, what should we do? Can't go to Cece's apartment. Nadia's baby is teething. Have you ever heard a Russian child scream? All the time in my Putin nightmare. <laughs> Last week they were on here talking about Joe Biden. Remember I said this one? Oh. I'm going to Biden his ass. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <clears throat> this is almost like the Simpsons did it. Like, new girl did it. Right. <laughs> uh, My Putin nightmare. Yeah. That's yeah. really funny, actually. Um, we have, uh, this might be what I was thinking about when I was saying that press secretary. Oh, no, this is a different press secretary. Okay. Uh, this guy made a, a big, uh, he's made an oopsies. So he he he's talking about he's given he's given a public address about the situation in Ukraine. Uh, with respect to your first question, we believe the war has been a strategic failure for Ukraine. Uh, the secretary spoke to this in a speech he gave in Helsinki uh, last month, I believe it was. Uh, what's that? I'm sorry. A strate- excuse me. A strategic failure for for Ukraine. Oh, wow! Whoa. He said it again. Wow. He said it twice. He <laughs> He stepped on it twice. God. Is that a Freudian slip? Uh, Yeah, maybe there was another meeting going on. And it's like, whatever you do, don't say it's a strategic failure for Ukraine. He's like, okay, don't say that. Don't say that. (laughs) Don't say that. Don't say that. All right. I got a couple of sounds to land the plane with. Okay. Start with a question. Do you know Ron DeSantis' wife's name? Mm, I don't. It's a bad state, Florida. Florida's a bad state to have the first name Casey (laughs) as a woman. (laughs) 
It's not a lot of female Casey's. I don't know any. Well, we know Casey Anthony and Casey DeSantis. Um, who do you think's taller? Maybe you can use your Google fingers. Who do you think's taller, Tom Cruise or Meatball Ron? I'm sorry. Um, Pejorative terms because they're short. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Gavin Newsom reprimanded me for calling him that. Um, Ron DeSantis. Who do you think's shorter, Tom Cruise or Ron DeSantis? I think Cruise would be, but... Um... No, Ted Cruz? <laughs> Tom Cruise. Uh, why is it not... In America. Nope. No, it doesn't. Why does it just not tell me? Did he did he scrub it from the internet? How tall Ron DeSantis is? Maybe I'm not. I, it's not coming up in Google. Oh, Why don't you look Ron at his DeSantis. Yale uh, stats? Says, <laughs> says he's five nine. Okay. Oh, well, Tom Cruise ain't five nine. Tom Cruise is way shorter than yeah. that. Yeah. We got. We think we got. How, how tall? Did we got our answer. How tall is Tom? Five seven. Oh, you should tell people he's six foot. <laughs> All right. Uh, here is uh, here's a so so Casey DeSantis launched her Mamas for DeSantis um, ad oh. campaign. This is okay. a minute forty five into this whole thing about protecting their kids and all that stuff, which I just I don't I, I I it's repulsive to me when people use children in any manner for like political ads. Um, mm-hmm. So that like I'm a little on my back foot with these like. DeSantis has been doing that forever, though. He did it with well, Trump, yeah, remember? of course, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Where he read his book with his kids, uh, yeah. read mm-hmm. the book with the kids. Um, so she makes a statement here that I have a follow-up question to. Race theory prohibited. DEI stopped. Child mutilation illegal. Are they talking about circumcision? I don't know. Might be circumcision. Well, they were referencing that on the Reason Roundtable podcast. And Nick Gillespie, come on the show, Nick. Coward. The most. We really? The most common. No, it's the most commonly non-medically, you know, needed intervention. And, in, you know, in any so they start to, He starts talking about circumcision because they were talking about this ad. So they went to the same place I did. And I'm, you know, I'm saying that as somebody who. Please don't, uh, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. Why? Why? We're all circumcised here, right? <laughs> the men, you know, show of hands. Show of hands. <laughs> Did you wow. hear them react? Like that was my yeah. favorite part. Please was don't, the, please, don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. Saying that as somebody who please don't, uh, please don't, please don't. Two- <laughs> <laughs> That's a room of professionals. Uh, all right, man. I think we'll get out of here with that. Uh, I hope you get to work on time. I hope are you going to have a, a delicious breakfast or did I get, did the show go on too long? Let right. the listeners right. know if they, they let them know if they should feel guilty about having a, you know, <laughs> it'll be fine. Okay. All right. All right, man. Cheers. It was fun. Drive safe. Right. When a guy's banging you, y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. Cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. <laughs> how great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.